welcome to the Sports Carnage Podcast, presented by Detroit Sports Nation, featuring Paul Roshan, D. Dylan Bear, Ryan Griffin, and Matthew Basson, bringing the most arrogant takes on the planet straight to your ears. We don't promise to always be right, but we promise to act like we are. What is up, Webheads, along with Dylan Bear, Paul Roshan, Ryan Griffin, and the phenomenal AJ. I keep wanting to say Styles every freaking time. <laughs> Riley. I'm so glad that you I'm, don't do that, though. <laughs> I'm Matt Basson. His voice Welcome is so to, much to better. Sports Carnage. Uh, obviously, special treat here is AJ is with us, which means, obviously, we are talking about America's greatest game. Paul, you can suck it. And basketball was invented by a Canadian, so I don't get to include it. So that's my oh, that's my why loophole. Why can I suck in it? Massachusetts, I love baseball. <laughs> why are you yelling at me? Because you're a football apologist. He just doesn't day, like the sanctity of the game. <laughs> I still yeah, love all- baseball. <laughs> and also, based on your World Series pick, you do hate baseball. <laughs> Only Brian and I like it. So let's go. So obviously, a lot of stuff going on with our national pastime. Uh, the biggest uh, cheating scandal we've seen since. Take your pick, Pete Rose or the Blackhawk Black Sox scandal. Stop! 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 Hold on! Stop. Hold on, hold on. You're already Black comparing Hawk. apples and oranges. How is this a oranges? bigger scandal than the freaking roids? Yes. Yeah, you're comparing apples and oranges. I would love, I would love to have that conversation on why this is a bigger cheating scandal than. Steroids. Man, we're jumping the horse. What but, is happening right now? <laughs> yeah, let's get into. I'm gonna go down to Florida. I, I I'm gonna call my favorite doctor, and he's gonna be offended that the world has so quickly forgotten him. This has nothing to do with our conversation. <laughs> well, it kind of does. I mean, Matt tried to take the conversation off the rip. This is not my fault. I this take is, no blame. Hey, for the record, what happened after the eat. intro was always my fault. I was trying to eat this beautiful salad. It is. A bigger deal. Oh my God! And you heard it here first on Sports Carnage, folks. Paul tosses salads. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> where are we going oh, with this? So juvenile. <laughs> oh my God! I, I can't believe oh. I associate with you guys. I it, well, I can't AJ, believe it either. After what you just said, AJ made the great, like the big position here. So you need to take it off. You say this is much bigger. Than what Paul was saying. So how is this such a big deal? Obviously, recant a few things for anybody who doesn't know. Look, so why okay, is so, I'm so mad already? God dang! I I think you only have to look at the tweet of Alex Wood, pitcher for the Dodgers, and then the Reds, and I think he's back with the Dodgers now. But he said, "I would much rather face a player on steroids than somebody who knows what pitch is coming, because you've taken the competitive advantage away." A guy on steroids, like, that's why I have no issue with Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. He still has to hit the baseball, Damn. right? I have no issue with, with someone like that. The, fate, Alex Wood making that statement, I think, puts this in a completely, like, different realm. The, the technology that was being used directly does impact the integrity of, of the competitive balance of the game. Since this wasn't in, uh, mentioned yet, we are obviously talking about the Houston Astros and multiple counts of cheating starting in 2017 with sign stealing, utilizing cameras and a drum specifically at home during the playoffs. And the examples that are used the most is the AL uh, championship round against the New York Yankees. And then in 2019 against the same Yankees in the same position where they were caught 
or well not caught but allegedly utilizing buzzers just like in the movie goodfellas like they were being wired up that's the type of tech we're talking about sign stealing specifically for pitches that are coming in obviously a catcher making those sort of signals that's what we're discussing right now so but let's but let's be very clear too like 2017 and the Astros stealing signs is not the first time in baseball that it has ever happened. Every baseball player looks to steal signs. Okay? And I I have not... I mean, when I was playing travel ball as a young kid, we were told how to steal signs. Like, you look, you try to find the sequence. If it's a fastball, touch your helmet. If it's a curveball or an off-speed pitch, touch your, touch your chest. And then that way the, the coach would relay, you know, if I call you by your name, it's going to be a fastball. If I call you by your number, it's going to be an off-speed pitch. So... Sign stealing and and kind of getting that one up, that leg up, that advantage as a hitter. I mean, when you're sitting in the box, all the advantage lies with the pitcher 100% of the time. So if you can do anything to kind of mitigate that advantage that he has, you're going to look for it. I think it's a different realm with the Houston Astros because, one, they're taking the onus off the player to find the sequence and have a hired gun sitting watching very clearly to get the signs to then relay that information. And I think that that puts us into a completely different ballgame, pardon the pun, right? Um, as as, As someone from second base, you have to really pay attention to get that sign while you're being held on and making sure and you might miss a sign. So you got to go through pitch after pitch after pitch to get that sequence. That guy watching that video, how many times in that dead space can he go back and find that sequence? And it just makes the process that much quicker, and it changes the, the entire integrity of the game. I mean, you look at the at-bat with Altuve, right, against Aroldis Chapman in this this. 2019 ALCS, right? You have a guy throwing 101, right? He's topped out at like 105 before. And then he says that he was sitting on, in his postgame interview, sitting on fastball and the off-speed pitch. Physically impossible. (laughs) Physically impossible. You can't can't even have the off-speed pitch in the back of your mind if you're trying to catch up to 105. So there's something but if going your nipples on. Start buzzing. Well, I mean, <laughs> tell me that when he hit that ball that he didn't know that slider was coming. Now maybe it was just also, sequence, it, but what, at the it, same time, the count was kind of two and one, making it suspect too. Well, yeah. two and one. I mean, Chapman at that point is trying to pitch backwards, right? And he's trying to get ahead because if you notice, his first two fastballs were high and outside. So what pitchers are going right. to do is they're going to throw that slider to make sure that they're staying on top of the ball so that they can they can hit their target. So he throws that slider twice, thinking he's going to get him off, and I mean, get him off balance, and Altuve sitting on it and puts it in the bridge. I mean, it's it's a big deal. It's a very big so, deal. If I may clarify, because I think that one thing Paul did mention before that I obviously you had alluded to already, like sign stealing happens. The problem is the tech implementation is the reason this is such a big problem. The problem is it's 2020 yeah. and we're a game that refuses to move past 1905. But, but, no, that's, no, but those are two that's, different yeah, things. Two completely yeah. different, different things. things at yeah, all. it is. So if this is the first of all. It, Sign stealing, as AJ said, has been around forever, and everybody has done it. 
But yeah. oh my God, in 2020, where we have better tech than ever before, and we can use all the analytics in the world and computers to tell you what pitchers throw and how what hitters swing at, we have all the tech in the world in our massive analytics department, but oh my God, we can't use that technology to see what a pitcher is throwing. Listen, you want to eliminate sign stealing? You get a f- Mike and you buzz down to the pitcher what you want him to pitch. Right, I mean enough Paul, of this hold ridiculous on. posturing no, about no, 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 the no, sanctity stop. of baseball. You want to talk about posturing? Check yourself for a second because <laughs> if you want to talk about tech and all that, it, you're talking about how would you feel about your game football with the coach being in the quarterback's ear as the play's going on? Hey, look, your seam's wide open. Throw the ball. Like, does that I change? I wouldn't care even. The littlest oh bit. Oh my God! Because Seriously? This is to, yes, because yeah, the players be... on the field have to make the plays, and if you want to get rid of it, then you bar all communication. If you want to say fine, no headset in the mic at all. Listen, it is something that every single team would have done if they had figured out a system to do it. Okay, the you're probably reason, right. I'm not saying that you're wrong, but they should be under the same sanctions. It's because. They didn't know how hmm. to get that information to batters. Think of how sophisticated this was, and yet how rudimentary. Banging they a were trash can. A freaking trash can. Right. To alert the hitters, because that's the hard part, right? The hard part wasn't getting the sign. The hard part's getting it to the hitter in time for him to actually doing it. And I don't know if you remember the 1960s, because I don't, because I was dead. I wasn't born until the 90s. Oh, wait, but in the 1960s. Dylan's favorite team in the world, the White Sox, they perfected this real-time sign stealing. No, during it, the game. no, Paul, sign stealing has gone on since. I mean, forever. Yeah, so right. Stop but, getting mad but it's that not, a team no, was the first one to figure out how not, to do it in the 21st century. No, but but see, that's you always assume that because we're farther along the timeline that we are better off or our methods would be better off. I never off. said it was better but that's, off. But that, I'm just saying no, stop that, posturing. No, I'm not posturing. I'm making an argument that says just because the technology is available doesn't mean that you have to always use it to gain a competitive advantage. Well, it I didn't works say just, they had to use it. And I'm also, in fairness, I do... I do it is absurd. Right. I do have a problem with, Paul, you stating that, oh, well, if other teams knew how to do it, they would do it. That doesn't justify no. it. Just because I can get away with a – like, okay, if somebody gets away with a crime, oh, well, if everybody knew how to do it, Listen, they would yeah, do so it. I, yeah, I, I shit. That's it's, the make it good. it's the 21st century. It's the 21st century. You use technology. Yeah, it's okay. He gets a pass. what the Astros did, what I'm saying is ridiculous is all of the bullshit fallout from it and the absurd hot take – not even hot take artistry. Just everybody, oh, my God, we have to protect the game and we can't if let If anything, go you're on. the hot take artist in this situation. Yeah, Paul, I'm, it, the, I'm the reasonable level-headed person that's saying, wow, this – isn't a big because technology is being used, it's okay, and just because other teams didn't figure it out. I mean, it's it's per, the my big thing is the fact that technology is being used is the only reason this is against the rules. You're right. The only thing that 100%. is against the rules is the fact tell that me, they're using technology. Tell me I mean, why. So tell me why. Tell me why. Paul. The same. Tell me why. Tell me why in a game. Tell me why in a game that doesn't even use a clock technology even has to be implemented that's that's what i opened up with saying this is a game that wants to stay stuck in 1905 which is why it's such a big deal but if we had robot freaking ums like we should would we even be having this conversation 
uh, yes, because that's two completely different <laughs> issues. And I'm <laughs> and I'm not saying that I disagree with you on elite, the robot. No, ups, my point is a but, league that embraces technology. And, and let's be real, none of our major leagues have. Football is the worst offender because football has the largest problems revolving in things I know that at the beginning of the cast or maybe it was even before the cast I was accused as a football purist listen football has all kinds of problems and they could most easily easily solve those problems with technology and they refuse to do it all of the major leagues have this aversion to fixing their sport with tech they're terrified of it yet but this isn't fixing the sport baseball a league that has adopted computers like no other Analytics, for 100%. every single thing that they can wrap their little mind around from exit velocity to tendencies to everything. And we're talking about, oh my God, these guys use an electronic device in the dugout to figure out what the other pitcher was. Okay. No, it's not I to actually... figure out. It's not to figure out. It's to know exactly what it is. Using a computer to find tendencies and studying analytics to know what sequence the pitcher likes to throw pitches in, yes, sure, it gives you information that you have to process while you're at bat, but it does not give you a competitive advantage of knowing exactly what pitch is coming. There's a big difference in that. A huge difference in that. It's a lot easier to sit there looking for an off-speed pitch in a fastball count when you know that an off-speed pitch is coming. It's a huge difference, and it's not a matter of improving the game with technology and letting technology be in the dugouts. Look, like they're looking at video monitors. There's replay rooms in the clubhouse. We're talking about something that is outside the vein of competition that is is going to directly impact and affect the integrity of competition. What you about? Were to- but what you were talking about is sign stealing in general. Period. Sign stealing in general, regardless of how it's done, does exactly what you just described. It does, but it. But when you're the only reason it's a problem is because they use tech to do exactly. No, it's not even. It's not even the tech, Paul. Listen, it's not even the tech. What it is? It's electronic devices. No, no, no. Let me finish. What it is is it's it's the person who is not playing the game, sitting in the tunnel watching replays of the signs to get the sequence faster than somebody could do that at second base. It's a bit there's a difference there. But think and if you can't see saying. that difference, I can't help you because the guy I'm at not second base not a difference. I'm saying think about what you're saying. But it but because it's we different. found a better way to do it, it's terrible. No, it's ruining the game. It, it impacts the integrity of competition. It absolutely impacts the game. So does having the best player in the world on your team. That, okay. Again, no, oh, man. no, like, no, not no. I can't. No, all these no. double just, arguments. Just stop. They go I know. Nowhere. It's fine. You draw the line at players on the field doing it. It's gamesmanship. Yes. But if it's a hired gun outside of the field of play, it is now cheating. Yes. Hundred. Yeah. I mean, I, no, 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 no. Yeah. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. I, there's a certain extent to where every aspect of it is cheating. Like, okay, let, let, let's take this but example. But okay. in baseball, it's, it's considered gamesmanship. It's not let, illegal in the game. If you're standing at second base to try and get the sequence of signs from the catcher, call that gamesmanship. Right. Right? Because you have to process that information. You might miss a pitch. And you know what? If you are on second base and you try to get that first pitch sequence and your guy hits a single, you're no longer on second base. So now the next time you get there, you have to process the information again, and those signs have changed. So you got to take two, three, four pitches to try and find that sequence. Mm-hmm. 
right? So, so there's a process that's involved where it's not the same thing as a guy in the tunnel looking at that camera that's focused on the signs with the dead. Like I'm assuming that he's going back and replaying that. It was it was two one two one three. Oh, that was a an off speed pitch. It was you know two two one three two. Oh, that was a fastball, and then he gave the off speed pitch again, and he can figure that out in a matter of seconds with all this rewinding, right? Mm-hmm. Where on second base, it takes a lot longer. You're talking about like multiple trips to second base to figure out that sequence. Yeah, and this is another skill set that separates the 100%. Hall of Famers from the greats, from the goods, from the can't make it. A hundred percent. It's a part of the game when it's done by players in the game of play, and that's one. That's that's just something Paul's never going to agree with you with. Is that just because it was under the tunnel? It's an it's unwritten illegal. rule and unspoken about thing, right? Like. It, it, it happens. Everybody knows that it happens. If you get caught doing it at second base, your batter is going to get chin music. That's the way that it works, right? That's that's the quid pro quo. You, so it's you not do this, you like get that. Illegal? No. Like against the rules no. if you're just doing it at it's, second base? It, it's no. the same thing as if you show up a home run, you're going. there's someone on your team that's going to get hit. It's an unspoken rule. Everybody knows that the guy standing at second base is trying to get the pitches. He's trying to tip his hitter off. In fact, when I was playing in high school, a pitcher caught me one time, and he threw at the guy's head. Like it, it's just a natural, unspoken rule. Everybody Way gets to go, it. AJ. Hey, you know what? I wasn't as smooth <laughs> as glad, I thought I was. I'm glad that a sport that teaches high schoolers to throw at other high schoolers' f-ing heads is standing on the sanctimony of their game. Oh, oh, you want right. to get high and mighty, but you don't but, want the Nets to be far enough to protect little children from going to the game and growing up like we did with it. Right. Listen, yeah. I'm fine with both. You guys are the assholes that are like, oh my God, this is such a big deal. It is the a big deal. The most famous home Ooh. run in the history of baseball was the result of a guy using a goddamn telescope to steal a sign. I would like to know what you think is the most famous. Giants, baby. The Giants win the pennant? Okay. Hey, I oh, okay. I, I thought it was the Kirk but Gibson guess one. what? Was like nineteen fifty five? No, that was nineteen eighty. I think it was nineteen fifty one. But but look, but again again, Paul, there's there's there. I, I, I get you and I'm not disagreeing with you, but there's still a slight hedge of protection around something like that. Okay, let me give you an example. In nineteen forty the Detroit Tigers have a three game series against the Cleveland Indians. They have to win, I think, two of the three games to win the pennant. First game they're playing, Bob Feller's pitching. Nobody but beat Feller because he was in the prime of his career. Two guys on the Detroit Tigers were planning a hunting trip. They always went hunting after the season. One of them got a new rifle. He used the scope in the left field. Notice he could see the signs. So they came up with a sign system for I have the a hitters. Quick yeah. Did, did he bring the whole was gun to no. the game? On the rifle. <laughs> no, I would assume okay, not. So he, it he doesn't attach the look, scope. It's I'm getting important. this. I'm, I, I, I I understand that, but I'm getting it from Hank Greenberg's biography, uh, his autobiography, and it didn't specifically say if they brought the Hank's entire. Hank's ghostwriter needs okay. to be more descriptive. So so anyway, so the, I think the small hedge of protection that is around something like that, or Bobby Thompson's home run in the, in the '50s when the Giants won the pennant, is you have that sign that's being given, and in this instance, it was from left center field. There's still thousands upon thousands of people around that person, and you may miss that sign. What the Astros were doing was even above that. Hold up, hold up. You may miss the sign because there's a thousand people around, 
But being in a stadium full of screaming people and trying to listen for have you the listened SOS to the videos? off a goddamn trash can. Have you heard? Have you watched the videos? What? Of course I have. What the okay. trash can that's forty how feet away? Yeah, they yeah. can hear that being banged. How distinct? <laughs> I probably, I, I just, I probably how distinct was that sign? It was not subtle at all. Subtle you think they'd like pick up on it pretty fast too. World I mean, if like, you watch, oh, if you watch the bat banging metal sound, like so I went back and that watched, everyone else doesn't have in the yeah. freaking stadium. I went back and watched the. Oh, it only at, happens on a curveball. That's weird. One, <laughs> one of the first videos that kind of like broke this whole thing open. Um, I don't know if you guys know John Boy on Twitter, but he's the guy that kind of like got the ball rolling after the Athletics report came out. He went back and there was an at bat in 2017. No, it, yeah, well, it was after the fires thing. But this John Boy guy, uh, he's a, he's a Yankees guy. He goes back and he watched the game between the White Sox and the Astros. Um, and Evan Gaddis oh, was at bat and Danny Farquhar was pitching, and you could hear the really? banging, bang bang, clearly on changeups. And eventually Farquhar caught on to that. Um, and ended up striking Gaddis out because they didn't give a sign. So it, it, it the, the distinction in the sign that they were giving was way too clear to be mistaken for anything else. What I'm saying, what I'm comparing that to, Paul, in 1940 is if a guy, if you know where that guy's sitting, I get that you could see. And, and Hank, even in his biography, said that, you know, it was, it was pretty easy to kind of like peek out of the corner of your eye. But you're also having to focus on that guy while the guy's getting ready to pitch. So... It, it, it's the same, but at the same time, it's also a little bit different. And that's where I'm going and saying that what the Astros have done I is... I can't believe that 70 years later, it's a little different. <laughs> you're not going to... AJ, Shock. you're just not going to get... No, I, I understand exactly what never... you're saying. No, I, I get what you're saying. I just think it's dumb. Yeah, it's he's no just offense never going to agree you. Well, right, it is just but... a, It is a widely held view that sign stealing is okay... But there, there needs to be limits on it within gamesmanship, and those limits are limited to how we did things a hundred years ago. But I get it. But I just think you're it's assuming that just because again we're farther down the timeline that it's okay if we do things a different way and it's a better way. That that's not necessarily true. That's see, my thing mm-hmm. is I don't even I don't care that people are mad. I don't care that the Astros got punished. What I'm mad about is how big of a deal it's become and just the absurdities that are being thrown around. I think the punishment is absolutely insane. I, this is something that every single team goes out of their way to figure out how to do. Right. Everyone's trying but to gain no, that same but not, They figured it out. And their reward like for this. that was a World Series but and But not like this. Success. And I think that that World Series should be stripped from the record. Oh, my Get God. Get I'm leaving. Take it. I'll All see right. you later. We'll so, finish the away. Wait, actually, no, that's not what I said. That's not what I said. I said if I said if anyone said that it should be given to another team. No, hundred percent. I mean, so it's a little this, I saw. It's a little I saw different. today. You don't have to. You don't have to leave yet. I saw today no, the lawmakers in Los Angeles yeah. passed a bill to that's, urge that's where it came from. Major League was, Baseball to we're, to void the 2017 the and 2018 World Series and award them to the Dodgers. <laughs> Look, first of all, if there's not any greater source of victimization. And, like, California has got the nut on that, right? Like, come on. (laughs) 
I will be staying, staying silent on that one. Let, let, let's be honest. Like, seriously? Oh, they cheated against us, so please give us the trophy? Come on. Okay, come like, on. Bro, okay. I know are, it's you miss 100% city. of the shots, you don't take it. I, I these know are it's... city committees, though. I mean, same thing in New okay, Orleans. They tried suing the NFL for the finish of the round. No, Rams it is not, not the same thing. But, Stop, Matt, but they didn't ask, they didn't the ask for them to be awarded the Super Bowl. No, they asked for them to restart the game from that point with the you know penalty called. That's better than what Los Angeles. Angeles tried to do. Why not? Why not yeah, restart these, it from that okay, point? These are not the these are not Dodger fans. These are not the people of LA. I understand this is a that. Committee. And, and reading the comments the on social media, the the Dodgers fans don't want that. I get it. But what I'm saying is, is I I think that number one, I think Hinch Hinch's penalties fair though. I don't think it's enough. Uh, oh my and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. One year out of baseball. Okay, he doesn't get paid. Okay. What happens next year when there's a team that's looking for a manager? Um, the Tigers. Uh, he joins the Tigers. I god exactly. dang hope it's the Tigers. Hey, I'll be so angry. But hey, you, we'll have to say that for another podcast. If we don't but, throw everything we have to get this guy here, I'm gonna murder somebody for real. You know, if, with more information, like if they if they find out, and and I don't know where I stand on this to be honest with you, but if if it does come to light that there was a buzzer system that was being used. Those guys are going to be banned, in my opinion. So that's what I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to ask you this. Because I started the show comparing this to things of the past, and the things I compared it to in the past was the Black Sox scandal in 1919, which I still don't think it compares to that. uh, But I get your. I wanted to to see what your thoughts were on this. Hang on, let me finish my fucking thought, Paul. Man, he's having a hard time today. He's having a hard time. It's because he's on the island by himself. With the Black Sox. They got to play one more year in 1920, and then it came back Black and Sox. said, "No, let's get it right." They lost. They, 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 they came back and they lost said, on purpose. Nah, you nah, are nah, all nah, banned nah, from nah. baseball. <laughs> Tennessee Mountain Landis, first right. commissioner of baseball, yep. laid down the hammer, kicked them all out, yep. ruining the chances for Hall of Fame for most for Shoeless Joe for sure, maybe, maybe Buck. Yep. And then you got Pete Rose, who yeah. is not in as a player. Which I still have not been told any reason for that that makes any damn sense. But because as a manager, he bet on his team not to lose. He wasn't throwing games. Uh, he bet on his team. We all have proof that he was throwing games and he was betting on his team to lose, which I'm sure a lot of the scandal is wrapped around. But again, look, very deserving I, player to be in the Hall of Fame, the all time hits leader, all that stuff, not in the Hall of Fame. Right, and obviously, but, the steroid users as of right now, not in the Hall of Fame. Uh, so we got two levels. Few, You're yeah. not in the Hall. Well, right, the ones that got in without getting accused. <laughs> right. You got you got some that are not in the hall and some that were flat out kicked out of the game in their prime. And we've got some phenomenal players, Altuve, top them all, as being very much involved in this scandal. He's probably below them all. Where do you think – where do you think – what do you think should happen? What do you think will happen? So, first of all, like going to what we were talking about as far as the penalties go, um, I, I don't think it was enough. Like, it's clear that in 2017 they cheated. So why are they still World Series champions? Because they didn't, you know what I'm saying? If, if, uh-huh. if you're going to take a stand and say that this video sign stealing, use of technology sign stealing is wrong, then you can't award them for it. So do you think that that's going to encourage other teams to do like buzzers and more right. electronic you, types like, of cheating and, and sign see, stealing? If they're where, like, well, 
This is when where you find out someone takes PEDs. Do you take the World Series that that team won? No, because it's not because an entire team. it's not an entire team. This is we're talking about well, a, the Olympic strip golds for that for one person doing I, it. But yeah, but this Olympics. is not an individual sport. When you right. have this, I mean, in the relays, this, in the relays, they when, shut the whole damn there's team. There's so much more. I think we are so overstated. I think this entire thing. I'm well. I've said it ten times. Completely overblown, but. I, but go back what, to all the instances in history. I mean, what this is is Spygate. I don't understand how that's not the instance. I don't know why we keep going to football because it's the same exact. Well, because it's the same exact thing. So in football, you can send a scout to watch other team sidelines. It's legal to do that and to get their signs. There's it's just, just not from like, where the angle just was like sign stealing <laughs> is legal in baseball, but there's limits on how you can do it. And the Pats got smart one day and they were like, this is stupid. Why are we sending some jerk off scout with a notebook to write shit down like this is dumb? We're just going to film the damn thing and have our coaches look at it, right? Well, just it makes cheat. a lot more sense. <laughs> and you know who never got fired? Bill Belichick. Yeah, but when well, is the NFL ever right? The cameras were allowed back then, just the not, in the, not in the spot right the Pats then. did it. No. <laughs> the only thing they banned people for is weed. Look, I, I didn't do anything else. What Go I think to the is, 60s. I want to tell you a story, and you should, um, I'm sure you know this, but for whatever reason, you refuse to acknowledge mm, it. Okay. Maury Brown. Let's get some rocking chair sound effects. Did a nice, mm-hmm. had a nice article for Forbes not too long ago. Who? And he interviewed Maury Brown. You Ooh, don't know man. who that is, but that's fine. He's irrelevant to the story. But you got to give credit where credit's <laughs> due. It's his story. I'm not going to be a dickhead. Oh, dismiss it. So, well, no, I'm just saying. AJ doesn't need to know for the Maury and I story. grabbed cigars last weekend. What do you got on right. that? Wonderful. Mm. So, Pete Ward, <laughs> Pete Ward played almost oh, a decade for the Sox in the 60s. He was pretty darn good. His, his rookie year, he was ninth in MVP voting, sixth of the year after that. He's a pretty darn good player, right? And uh, he said they had an awesome sign stealing system throughout the 60s he said a scout used to sit in a chair next to the center field flagpole right and he had a freaking pair of binoculars and he would get the signs and then he would lean against the pole if it was a curveball stand up if it was a change up all of this obviously as the game's going batters are looking at him they know exactly what pitch is coming right mm-hmm. and the funny part about this and if you look at everyone wants to point to specifically the 2017 World Series splits. Like, just those specific at-bats. Which are egregious. As as if we don't understand, at this point in time, how much a small sample size size means dick all. Because if you look at the 36 and 35 at-bats is not a small sample size, though. It is an incredibly small sample size, because if you look at the entire body of work... Over the course of a season, sure. All of the time that the Astros are accused of stealing signs, their home splits were not any statistical significance better than their road splits. But that's not even, I don't even care about that. What's most interesting to me is that Ward himself, P. Ward, who played in a real-time sign-stealing system just like this, except they didn't use tech to do it, but again, the result is the same. It wasn't a player on the field like you wanted it to be. It was a freaking scout in the stands with binoculars. Yeah, sure, that's, that's really playing the game. And Ward said that knowing the pitches ended up doing more harm than good because the hitters would start getting in their own head because they know what's coming, right? So instead of th- looking oh looking God. for the pitch, looking for the spin on the ball, all they're thinking about is this is where the ball is going to be. But the thing is, even if you know exactly what pitch is going to be coming, that pitch is not going to be in the perfect spot every time. It's not going to be at the perfect speed every time. If any pitcher could do that, they would break every single record the game's ever seen. 
So yes, it is an advantage, but look at the stats, how they bear out for the entirety that the Astros are actually accused of doing this and tell me that somehow that's what made them great. It is absurd. The statistical significance he didn't of this say it's what made is them great. so minute and everybody just makes such a big deal out of this. Oh because my it's God, cheating. Using <laughs> because it's cheating. Paul, I use techno- I, I use technology in Alex's disagree? college football pick. I went back and used the technology <laughs> and put the right pick in and went ten and zero or nine and one in freaking we weeks. We all stumped for you. We tried to defend you to Alex. Alex yeah, wasn't I, I was ah, but making you, it. See, you did because you're okay with cheating. We, we defended you. Do you not do you not agree that there are different degrees of cheating? Yes, and this was a yeah. higher degree of cheating than this what baseball like, usually allows for sign Paul, stealing. To make your art, like to answer what you were talking about with Maury Brown's article or whatever his name is from Forbes, like, okay, was that right? No, it wasn't right. It, it's akin to actually what was going on here, and just because they failed to punish that in 1960s. Doesn't mean they shouldn't punish it now. I didn't say it should be punished. I'm saying the big deal that we're making about it and the levity of the punishment is absurd. No, it's not. It's not enough. Like it, I mean, this, in this reality, is... like why are why are the players not being called play. on the carpet here? Do not, do not. <laughs> Just allowed fault, to play next season. Do not fault someone for taking advantage of the shitty system you created. If baseball wanted to, oh man, to that's the most white this, person thing I've ever no, heard. No, it is say. absolutely ridiculous, and I hate so much when people do this. People blame the people. Take first of all, that would be the absolute opposite connotation if you wanted to get racial about it. It would James be Harden completely is so right now. in reverse. But regardless, <laughs> uh, James Harden is a fantastic example. Thank you, Ryan. He's never fault players no. or coaches or anybody for Paul taking never advantage the of a flaw in the system you created. If you were so against this, you could make this very simple. You put a fucking mic in an earbud on the pitcher and you just electronically this is the pitch and you know who can steal that nobody but yeah, no except we don't for want to you do have things. to also include the catcher in that or it's going to get really crazy way. we don't <laughs> want we don't want to Whoa. involve more technology in the game we don't want to simplify things we want to stick to our antiquated ways oh. and then bitch when 2020 rolls around or actually 2017 when this started that oh my god in a hundred years someone figured out a better way to game the system maybe you should fix your fucking system oh my gosh yeah you're right Techno- no, technology makes everything so much better that people shouldn't be punished when they do it wrong. It's a better way to better. cheat, so they shouldn't be punished as much as they were. I absolutely never said it made it better. The internet's absolutely made Work it smarter, the not harder. Place, but or we cheat haven't. smarter, not harder. No, this is brilliant. Actually, the Astros have given the 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 league the way forward. You put the buzzers on the catcher's thigh and the pitcher's thigh, and the catcher touches the buzzer the number of times he <laughs> Listen, wants for a fastball, curveball, a splitter. Yeah, except for then you just count how many game. times he taps it, and you know what's oh, coming. Oh, you can fake Come a tap. On, That's guys. easy on the side. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, you can fake a tap and take certain pressure. Pause. There are plenty of ways Man. to get around that. But then you at least got Man, the, pe- okay. the catcher still calling the game, which is part of the catcher's duties. Man. And Matt's and whatever was disrupting Dylan now, too. Oh, sorry, you Dylan. Were, I ahead. was in the middle of saying yeah. something. I was not Damn. disrupting you. 
Go ahead, Don. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you understand how interrupting works. Hey, I'm just. But that's I'm how just, this I'm works. Just, oh my God! Now he's on it again. See that? All that's right. an actual disproportion. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Dylan interrupts Man. people and then gets mad when they don't let him. Th- I didn't say shit in like twenty them. minutes. Because you, you got pissy out. about it. You interrupt people and then you get mad that they don't let you finish. Let them talk. Go, Dylan. No, what I was what I was going to say, even though it's absolutely undeserved, is at least Paul gave us uh, his source this time. Right. And Finally. I do think. <laughs> right. It's about. F- he time. did a Jesus. good job on the article. I wanted to give him credit. Yeah, sure. But if you and don't also, do a good job on an article, Paul will not quote you as a source, but he'll still use your information. <laughs> That's right. absolutely true. No, I do think the buzzer or the um, catcher with the headset thing before Paul decided to be a fuckhead about it. I like the NF the NFL already does it with the quarterbacks with the play calls. I don't see why this wouldn't warrant that. But and if it and whether it's for catchers and pitchers, fine. Like that is an implementation of tech you should probably use. Give it to you the don't pitching coach. Let the pitching coach call it. Sure, but but like, like legitimately, you don't want to have the sign stealing with all this tech and stuff. I agree with you that it's fucked, but at the same time, I also think that, okay, well, now you do need to modernize in order to prevent it in future circumstances in something like that. It's what the NFL does, so that way you don't see play call, you know, guessing play calls, instead of, you know, Andy Reid putting that plastic thing in front of his face trying to pretend like he's slick or something. It's the same sort of thing. It is a good point. Undeserved that he gets to hear it, but... Why do you hate Andy Reid so much? It is, but, like, you also are messing... Like, I I get that. And and I'm all... Like, if they want to modernize the way that they give signs, that's fine. Like, obviously, the... To, to Paul's point, the Astros found a better way to cheat. Doesn't mean they don't deserve punishment or more punishment than what they've I didn't gotten. Say they didn't deserve punishment. I, I'm not saying you did say that. I'm just saying I'm. I'm yeah, agreeing. What, they got was too much. what I'm what I'm saying is is like okay, so if you give a catcher a an earpiece, right? Mm-hmm. You give the pitcher the same like an in ear headset as well. You're you're gonna to have to start that way earlier in a pitcher's career because you you want to act like Max Scherzer is gonna wear an earpiece in his ear so he knows what signs coming. I saw one of the best memes this week when it was like it was Mariano Rivera and he said, "Look, I'm throwing a cutter, and you're still gonna yeah. miss it." Like, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, what I'm, like four different things. He no, he threw one pitch. His I whole know, career. but it did different things. <laughs> Yeah, okay, but it's still one pitch. Like, that, So I, I just think that, like, yeah, if you're going to modernize the way that you give signs, you're going to have to start that. It's like uh, the pitching clock being down in the minor leagues, right? Like, you're going to have to get pitchers used to that. When when my buddy Matt got hit in the head with the baseball, they wanted him to wear a protective shield in his cap. He wore it for, like, three games. Was Be- that the one that was your fault because you were stealing signs? <laughs> No, because I didn't play for the Angels when he got hit in the head, you doofus. You didn't say you played for the Angels. You just said your buddy met. No, my buddy. Wait, wait, which team were you with when you won your gold gloves? I never won a gold glove, so I was with no team. Nice try. You have definitely not been talking to him like a gold glove. You can't engage him when you give him his accolades, Paul. You just got to ramble them off. (laughs) Roll through it. Yeah. Amateur. I'm all-star, baby. Um... But yeah, I like <laughs> robbed of number to, nine to go to the punishment aspect of this. The one thing that I think is I think most egregious 
is the fact that there's no players being named. And I don't think that that's going to stay the case. I think that there are going to be players named, and it's going to drastically affect either A, their position and standing in the game as players, or B, you're going to see this as like the next steroids controversy when they come up for the Hall of Fame in 10 years. Wait, like, Altuve's been named, right? I mean, the, the, all no, these different videos involving no, Altuve. I mean, not in, not, not no, in but official not in reports. Like, a, uh, like right, it's all yeah. speculation. The only thing really with Altuve right. is, yeah, you can hear the the banging when he's up to bat, but that was for every player. So, right. so the 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 big controversy is why did he not want his jersey ripped off after he hit that home run? I told you, you he wanted to put that thing on frame because his wife didn't want it ripped off. Right, put it on a frame. But but then but then to add to that. From some Instagram video that came out, why does he leave the field while his team's celebrating to take and off changes. his jersey and put on the American League Championship shirt when all of them just throw it over their jersey anyway? That's because he had to give his jersey to well, his wife. And, she and another thing, and another thing with Altuve, if you look at it, I and sure sample size as Paul had said, but in 2017 and I, I didn't see 2019s, but his I, OPS or OBPS. At home versus away in the playoffs, it's like a thousand point difference. Yeah, but again, his we're, average we're is two hundred points different. Crazy. We're talking just the playoffs. But yeah, we're talking playoffs where it matters the most. And you're you also have to remember that during those two postseasons, the Astros had home field advantage, you, you so they taking, were they were going to get more. You are taking again a very small sample. You are, size but I'm to and, extrapolate this to some. And I got yelled at for I get yelled at when I do this with look, Clayton Kershaw. Hey, I'm I not, have an entire career of postseasons to point to. Yet I can't sit here and say that it's ridiculous to hem on such a small sample size. Paul, I'm not disagreeing with you that it's a small sample size, but it's 70 at bats over however many games. Like well, let's look you're at the hundreds and hundreds of at bats. You want to look at his splits for 2017 oh, as a, for a another, season? I'll pull it up right and now. And something that does need to be said is that we're also assuming that they implemented this cheating system throughout the regular season also true. and playoffs. It's, because it just that got perfected very well, in the playoffs. Their numbers would not yeah, well, bear that out, according to what Paul said, right. and I looked it up and he's right. Yeah, I mean, they were already one of the best teams in baseball without this cheating scandal on top, so they were going to make the playoffs. But their road batting numbers during the regular season of 2017 as a team overall were slightly better if you use the older metrics. Like, average was higher on the road than it was at home. So, like, Paul, when he brought that up from that article, that that's correct. But if we look at 2017 for Jose Altuve, it, it would bear it out that he had a higher average on uh, in away games, which is surprising to me. More hits, but more doubles. It's not that surprising because in the grand scheme of things, this isn't that big of a fucking deal. But, but they, they may, may not have, have used, used it during that. the regular season. That's, like, why would you use it in the regular season, as Matt said, if, somebody if you caught know on you're to one it. of the better teams? Yes. Because to me, it would be even worse. So we already t- I already brought up a player who said that sign-stealing was detrimental to him. Yeah, I disagree and, and with that. he eventually stopped it. Well, you... Okay, I disagree with that. Now I'm going to walk back everything I've ever said about AJ. You didn't play in the major leagues. This is a major leaguer. (laughs) Thank you for confirming it. This did not work. Now. But that's also a small sample size of the thousands of people that have played the game. You're telling me that you're going to spend an entire regular sitting, a regular season, the hundreds and hundreds of at bats, like what, six, seven hundred at bats? Six hundred. The best players. So, six hundred at bats in the regular season hitting a certain way. 
and now in the most important games, oh, but only at home, so a few times during each series in critical times, this is when we're going to do it, and let's hope it doesn't mess with your timing or thought. No, I, can I, can guarantee you, I can guarantee you I know how it happened. Well, no, maybe I can't guarantee it, but if, if I were to implement a system like this, I wouldn't do it during the regular season one because people are going to catch on like they did. Yeah, it was two years later, I get that, but if you're doing it for 162 games, well, 81 games because you're at home, like, that's that's a, a big deal. So you would do it maybe, you would say, okay, guys, hey, we're going to test this out. If you hear two bangs on the trash can, it's an off-speed pitch. And baseball players know how to adjust to that. You're looking for, I mean, if high schoolers can do it, to take your argument, Paul, these are major league baseball players. So, yeah, there's a lot of thinking that's involved, but if you know that an off-speed so, pitch is so coming. So let's, let's look at the postseason. So just the postseason. Home and away, 2019. They hit better on the road. Yeah. Higher OPS, higher slugging, higher average in the postseason. And you're also, again, assuming they use this implementation on every player, which on we every don't player. know. That's true. We're what assuming are a ton again. of things. That's all this is, is assumption. You're assuming that it matters. I, I mean, you you literally just said, what if they didn't use it in the regular season? So I bring up the postseason statistics. I don't, th I don't think they would the utilize thing. it in the regular season. Legitimately, every single year, 2018, again, hit better on the road. I, I mean, I don't understand. Like, what more evidence do you need to see? Higher OPS on the road than at home in the 2018 postseason. As a team, right? As a team, yes, as a team. Altuve's numbers to me are just too That's one. To you're ignore. taking one. But we're talking about the, the smallest guy that everybody size, has video evidence that he did it. Smallest sample size in the world. So even with him hitting drastically better at home, his still his team still did better on the road. I, I mean, it's just it's such such a do about legitimately nothing. Mm, I disagree. The only what? argument you have is 2017. That's the only no, year where the postseason, the postseason only, yeah, the postseason the year they only they hit stole better the at World home. Series. No, Altuve hit better at home this year, 2019 regular season. I'm talking as a team. I don't care what one player did. We're, we're but you, again, our issue is with one guy. You very obvious. Your issue A is cannot be with one guy because you it's wouldn't not. say that the, the one that I know is you, cheating. You wouldn't <laughs> say that the punishments need to be expounded upon and World Series need to be taken away if it was one guy because we just established the PEDs don't matter because it's one guy or a couple guys. So you guys keep taking this big. We have so many statistics the last three years of when this alleged cheating occurred. I. It was alleged. cheating, but it's alleged because we don't know the extent of in Dylan's words. We don't know when they were doing it. And yet you keep trying to shorten and shorten and shorten the statistical relevance and sample size to make a point. The point is, going by all the metrics and data that we have, it didn't matter. Look, all I'm glad for, and this is where we transition, because I'm just glad that this crap got out of the way. So that way, the 2020 World Series champion Chicago White Sox can start their reign Just of terror. guaranteed they're not winning the championship. Yeah, no, not this year, man. I would be hopeful for a good season, <laughs> but they're not winning the they're not winning this year. Oh no no! When when Dylan guarantees a win, the team loses. We just yeah. I mean, time and time again. True. so we already Look, know you the White still Sox have, are not winning. You still have a now. bunch of young guys on that team. Now, again, I will I will completely reiterate what i've told you through text messaging that if i were you i would be as giddy as a schoolgirl going into this baseball season because your team 
is looking mighty scary. One through nine in that batting order. I, I the, imagine oh, if they get some buzzers so <laughs> <laughs> or a trash can. Yeah. But no, I and, mean, well, it's the South Side, so they'll have a ton of those. If if you're looking at like Every, a, in the world a dark horse, maybe not even a dark horse to win the AL Central, maybe even make it to the ALCS. As long as their pitching holds up, the White Sox have to be one of those teams. I it's mean, who's going to compete with them in sure the Central? Mess up. The, I have never in my life rooted as hard against a team as I'm going to root against the White Sox. That's fine. Root against them, but hope that the Tigers actually take a page from their playbook. I mean, You're the Tigers right. should have been doing exactly <laughs> what the White Sox. GM. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that just shows you the disparity between the two, the acumen of the two GMs, right? The GM for we the White Sox. Can, can, Kenny's done what awesome. This AJ, I, before we close the book on this topic. I really, I have to know, because I feel like, <laughs> In the I, I mean, I have done right. any, everything I possibly can to show you how insignificant this is. I have two questions for you. The first being, do you at least recognize that by all information and statistics that we have available and in the history of baseball, do you agree that this is more minimal than you thought, like in relevance to what happened? No. Will not recognize him. Tell him no. Tell him no. I deny the facts. We got two Dylans on the show today. Second question doesn't because we're the only one that doesn't listen to logical reason or no wait excuse me we don't agree with you. Not spitting in the face of the actual facts. The actual facts tell us. No, there's there's no emotional response. You know how much thought I've given to this five minutes before we got on the podcast. Speeding is against the law. I don't think everyone that speeds should be locked up in jail for five years. No, but you're not talking about things that are equivalent. But so is robbing the bank. Like <laughs> that's my entire point. There is different degrees of cheating. Paul, and this is a, a this pretty is high not degree. A large one. <laughs> Paul, what's a bigger? What is a bigger version of cheating? PEDs. Guys still got to hit the ball. He doesn't know PEDs. what pitch is coming. I go back to PEDs. what I said originally. Alex Wood, a even MLB if you know pitcher. what pitch is coming, you still have to hit the ball. Yeah, not, not but even, it's a lot easier. <laughs> not, you say it's easier with no experience. Paul, uh, no ex- okay. Now listen, no. Okay. listen, it's Paul. It's easier a lot. when you are a professionally trained athlete you know, with a level of major. Well, how league many baseball? professional athletes do I have to bring up that say it's not really easy? You brought up how one. How many statistics of the actual <laughs> team that's cheap? That's what you I said. Was how many? I mean, there, I mean, there's a ton of pitchers too that we say have, what Alex Woods said. Exactly. We have three Except years. Except for Justin Verlander. We have Hill. three hey. years of evidence. Who's that the oddly Houston silent on this whole thing? Did not. Oh, don't tell Paul that. We have three years of evidence that the Houston Astros did not think it was easier. Oh, what a dirty-ass play. The stats do not bear it out. Not even accounting for what it does to your mental preparation. Hey, we can talk talk stats. And, and, okay, I'll concede to you that the stats may not bear that out. But what about a guy that's gone 0 for 3? Okay. Comes up in a tie game, knows what pitch is coming, and hits a home run. That changes the outcome of the game. Stats aren't going to bear that out because that guy's going to. How did he go 0 for 3 before? Huh? How did he go 0 for 3? I'm just, I'm, what I'm saying, I'm. Oh, got the bat on the ball and hit a pop out. Yeah. Line out. I mean, the, the, the chances, okay, of, of, like, the margin for error in hitting a baseball is very slim. So the he could. Thing he, in sports. Right. So he could know what pitch is coming, 
make contact with it and just miss it. it, it you see video of Josh Reddick doing that and flying out. It That's happens. the number I want to see. How many times I, they put the how, ball in play, whether they were out yeah, and they right. still pounded on the back average against that, I mean, that's one of the things, That's one of the things that they talked about. In when the Astros came to town, we were I was listening to the radio broadcast. Dan Dickerson continuously said this was one of the teams that continuously striked out the, struck out the year before, and this year they lead the league in not striking out. They're putting the ball in play, and I think that bears out more of the fact that they question. knew what was coming even a as opposed to the statement. stats. I just think it's ironic, but hasn't these last three years, the years that all of the analytics and the people up top have told us that strikeouts don't matter anymore? They absolutely matter. Uh, to you, a baseball purist, but analytically, into every single, pretty much every manager out there and all the talking heads, tell us all oh, strikeouts don't matter anymore. Because they're comparing it for about, the entire league altogether with yeah. all the teams playing the same way for the most it, part. Strikeouts We're talking matter. about individual seasons, individual Putting games, the, the games that play. matter with a team that went to yes, the I ALCS three years reduce, in a row in the World Series two out of three statistical years. statistical relevance and sample size to make a point that doesn't actually exist. I understand. But you don't know it doesn't actually exist. I do, because I'm looking you at no, you're looking picture. at stats that don't have complete stories. Yeah, you what, can't. What? So you cannot say. We just said can, we don't know you, if those are strikeouts, if those are groundouts, if those are flyouts. You're right. But what you cannot say is I am guaranteed, regardless of how you frame it, painting a larger picture than you are. And that is not up for debate. That's just Just by facts. looking at stats? No. Not, by looking at three seasons and actually looking at things from a macro perspective of ins- stats. instead of trying to microanalyze tiny sample sizes to make a point yeah. because the large picture doesn't make the point for you. No, that's not at all what's going on. We're talking about knowing how the game of baseball is played and knowing that one at bat, regardless of what has happened prior to those at bats, can change the outcome of a game. You saw it. I mean, yes, small sample size because it's only one because we seem to be going back to that issue. But a roll this Chapman, 4-4 game, bottom of the 10th. It doesn't matter if Altuve was 0-4 before that. He knew what pitch was coming, saying that he was sitting on the off-speed pitch while at the same time sitting on 100-mile-an-hour heat and changed the outcome of the game Crazy. and one got the them to the World Series. the game would get a hit his fifth time up. Never seen hey, that before. You know How what? could that possibly you know what, Paul? happen? You want to talk about best hitters in the game? Let's see what happens after this scandal. I'm not saying that he'll I'm not saying that he'll fall I'll put off a the cliff. On that. I'm not even talking about putting a wager on it. I'm saying if you want to talk about all the cockiness that's gone around with Alex Bregman, let's see what he does this year. Let's see what Altuve does this year. It blows my mind that you bring that up as relevant when we've seen their road numbers for three years. <laughs> Like, we have three years of road numbers, so if you take just half their games are on the road, right, that's a year and a half of at-bats that tell you we already know what's going to happen, dude. With, without you also assuming, right, we're all assuming, this is all assumption, but who's to say that they didn't have a road system as well? Could you Listen, have a road system? If they had a road system, they would not be banging on a trash can at home. Come on, dude. I know you're smart. I mean, you can you can still do the electronics. You're grasping right? I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. It's not. I mean, it's within the realm of possibility. Would everybody agree with that? No, I would not agree with that because it wouldn't. I mean, not the Paul, you don't count. You're the one that's arguing against four people right now. I, so I think everybody I think else on my side on the road. I don't see why you could, that would you could really come up. Not. Add. I mean, you got to you got to think, Paul. You got to think about this, okay? When when I was playing thirteen year old baseball. Our system was as sophisticated as touch your hat, touch your shirt. 
You don't think that they could come up with a system like that? Why they're banging on a trash can at home? Can't I? I have no idea. I'm not trying to defend because that. Because that's the only way that they could do it. It's not the. That's ridiculous. It's not the only way that you could. It's, it's the only it's way the you only can way do it if you have a guy behind the scenes the analyzing the video. Obviously, since they haven't been caught or even accused of doing it on the road, if they had a system on the road that worked, it would have had to have been much more secretive and much harder to find. They would have used the same thing at home. I'm not disagreeing with you, do. but you're also saying that it's within the realm of possibility. No, I'm using common sense here. I'm not, I mean, anything's within the realm of possibility. Jose Altuve could get hit by a bus tomorrow and then we never get to your theoretical. You're but right. I, I'm being realistic and using common sense. Right, but you also have to take into account on these road games how many places that they're going that are actually better ballparks to hit and then make Houston it made is a decent ballpark it's, for hitting. It's not I'm not saying that it's hitting. a bad ballpark, but um, Arlington would be a pretty good ballpark. Yeah, how's, uh, how's Comerica? Comerica is actually rated out by players as one of the best parks to hit in because of the no, green uh, backdrop. Nicholas, Nicholas Cassiano, Cassiano said, oh, well, here I am. No, Nick, said, Nicholas oh. Cassiano. So it depends on what type of hitter you Nick, are. No, no, no. So, hold on a second. Nick Cassiano was not saying it wasn't a good park to hit in. It's a hard park for him to get his power numbers in. That's and that That's is a different. big difference. It's that is cavernous. Different. So there's actually more Mike, space to cover. So yeah, you're Mike Petrello drives into the field. You're more likely to get a hit because you have more space to hit to. But if you're trying to pop it out, you're hitting right. 340 Mike, foot outs. Mike Petrello of Statcast actually did like an analysis, and people actually do hit better in Comerica Park. Don't show that to Nate Castellanos, who's when still clearly on well, I mean, reason. also the the Tigers pitchers are not very good. Yeah, but this well, is we're talking about like 2015, 2016, even before no. Ver, like Verlander left. When we like, talk about hitters parks, we're definitely talking more skewing to powers num- power numbers no it's about seeing the baseball and making contact with the baseball you mean them staring at those two giant trucks in the middle in center field no you know it's gonna be a, you know it's gonna be a real hitters park is gonna be a guaranteed rate field in the next yeah five only years. can we please Let's talk go. about the 2020 season and leave this behind because yes, it's please. just we're going round and round he's not gonna be convinced mm-hmm. We're not going to be convinced, so let's just keep going. <laughs> Told you this a half hour ago. Well, yeah, I know, and I've got like three minutes left, so let's go. Yeah, three so minutes. Who's the MVP in twenty twenty? Oh shoot, you're asking questions way beyond my Demon realm. Mighty Mouse, bitches. <laughs> no, double down. I'll, Look, I'll tell you, it's not going to be Nolan Arenado. Here's the worst thing that's coming out of this whole scandal. Is the Astros are now going to play the victim? We'll be in the World Series. You know, count on that. They should like, play the goddamn oh, victim. Get out of this here! This is bullshit. It, okay, well, I think that you only feel this way because it taints Verlander's World Series. Oh, yes, 100%. percent. Thank you for saying it. It taints. Not, and, and you know what? Like, it taints like, a Paul, pitcher Paul, who like, can only be hurt by sign stealing. Yes. Per, no, Paul. Listen, who hasn't said listen. Shit, by like, the way. like, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I wish that Verlander wasn't mixed up in this because I, I do love Verlander. But I do find it extremely odd that he hasn't said a word about it, and I, and maybe he's game. being a company man. It I makes get no it, sense. No, but no, I'm just saying. Not, like, I mean, what's it, what's it going to say? Right. Right. What is it going to say? The, right. I, I'm with you. It would be so stupid for him to come out and speak because a, he's a pitcher. I agree. He's not a hitter, I agree. and he has been vocal about this stuff in the past. And he probably is mad, but he has two choices: Except he can blast the team that he plays for and essentially blast his own success by proxy. Or he can 
say nothing, or he can walk back everything he said before and what he actually stands for. There's no winning. Uh, uh, no, there is winning. He comes out and says, I demand a trade. Got his ass. That's I still, will not no, be a part still, of this I team go back and this culture. I understand what I gained from it, but I want a Five trade. That, that that's a great idea. That's a that's great idea. The same thing. But that's a great idea, Matt. But they could look at him and go, uh, no. <laughs> like, well, it doesn't it, even... That's not the point. He's going to tell him I'm going to throw he, every game. Exactly. Every and he can look right at them and say, I'm diminish. telling every batter what's coming before I no, throw it. it why would he do that, though? Because then that diminishes him. I'm with Paul on that one. Yeah, There's I'm with no Paul on this one. They're trolling. Because he's got integrity. And the no. Yankees love that. They'll sign him in pinstripes you, you in a heartbeat. Come no, on no, 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 no. He's going south side. He's, he's not even listen. going to the south side. When he's he leaves Houston. Listen, if he doesn't retire when his contract's up in Houston, he will get a swan song with the Tigers. He's not going anywhere else. He definitely ain't going to the south side. No. He'll be oh, like, oh, You think his wife's going to live down there? Hell no. All right. Let's talk about 2020. I got. I'll give you 15 more minutes. Verlander silence. Real quick, let's not do that. Verlander okay. silence <laughs> says everything that Dylan wants him to come out and say. Period. What? Because if what not, do he I would, care. If, what do you mean? Why good. do you care? You I were harping on it for hours. I want to move. No, because I want to move past this to talk about my team that actually has your a team future. that hasn't done Verlander anything yet and isn't going China. to do anything. Yeah, I will. Okay, there's no chance that the White Sox with that one through nine are not going to at least get a wild card. Get out of here. Yeah, okay, I, cute. I think well, that's adorable. I, look, they're gonna challenge for the central, but the, right now they should the, win the central. No, they shouldn't. Who the hell's the, in the central? The Twins, the Twins got better too. I mean, they they're but, and the Twins got poached with their pitching staff. Kind though. of, but the, guys the Twins have to stop sign sealing now, so their power numbers are gonna go down. What? Okay. Hey, look, those guys had a an OPS. There's not a single person in their lineup that has an OPS under 800, and the league average is like 730. That team's going to match. Did balls make a return in 2020? Yeah, 100%. It was too exciting for Manfred. He got his rocks off to it. But, like, this baseball season is going to be, like, 2020 is going to be every single time the Astros go to a, a, a stadium – they're going to get booed and they're going to get hit. Like it's just going to, because you think about like I don't know about getting hit. No, every time. They'll, they'll for I'm not sure saying I'm not saying every player in their lineup, but there's going to be, it's going to be Alex Alex Bregman, just the big name. 100. It's going to be yeah. It's going to be Altuve. Altuve it's going to be Bregman be and the re, but, in but the reason why the reason why is because, and the reason I go back to the punishment it. MLB is so reactive rather than proactive. Like, they have a chance to squash what could happen and turn ugly in 2020 by naming the players that are involved, right? They did kind of in a way with Carlos Beltran, who was part of that 2017 team, to where he lost his managerial job, the only undefeated manager in Mets history. Right. But, (laughs) like, it's one of those situations where, like – it's really hard, even though I love the game of baseball, you can't trust the game of baseball because you know that – and, and and I, I heard that on a radio show this week, and I agreed with the guy. I was like, yeah, you're right. You really can't – like, you know when somebody, like, is accused of something that that's what actually happened because PEDs have proved that out, because the Chicago White Sox in 1919 have proved that out, because Pete Rose proved that out. Like – 
you you really can't trust that baseball truly is ever on the level. You just have to like mm. make sure that competitive balance and integrity is as close to what the intention originally was. Hey AJ, you know what the easiest way to do I, that is? I think that's probably true for and I maybe I don't know enough about hockey to say that, but I think that's true for football and basketball. Maybe not on the same level, but yeah, there's never like full trust in the NBA or the NFL or even the right. college. Shoot and, me as many questions as you can about 2020. Okay, so first off, uh, just because it's pertinent now, mm-hmm. where is Nolan Arenado going? Because he is not starting the season with the Rockies. He is starting is the season with the Rockies. Yeah, I don't. Well, you, I'm sure you've heard the reports that have been coming. Yeah, so they they're looking okay. to move him, which is like the worst mismanaged situation I think I've ever seen. You just sign him to a long-term deal, and then you want to move him. Um, mm-hmm. So the Rockies, like, have no idea what they're doing. But the one play that I thought was going to be made um, a, a week ago, or maybe two weeks ago, I don't know, my days kind of run together, the Cardinals made a move <laughs> for one of the best left-handed prospects in baseball from the Tampa Bay Rays. And then the rumor was that they were going to flip him for Arenado. Uh, but then I was reading today that the uh, the Cardinals owner, GM, one of them was like, yeah, don't expect big offseason splash. Like, that's not really in, like, the model. Like no. Yeah, it's not really in the model of who we are and what we do um, kind of thing, one of those situations. So I think Arenado is going to be in Colorado, and I think that it's going to be a very ugly situation in Colorado. Uh, all right. Somebody How many just, wins does 2019 World Series MVP Steven Strasburg get in 2020? How many, Why is how he going to win I don't know, man. He got his payday. Usually guys come down a little bit after a payday. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, that um, wasn't the question. <laughs> how many How many wins does he get? It's such a loaded question. Uh, I, I said, also, in fairness, 16. wins. It should be more like quality starts. No, quality, quality starts quality is starts terrible. terrible. Three runs over oh, six wow. innings. It's a 450 ERA. Uh, okay, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm from a fantasy perspective with it because we don't count wins. Well, so. you shouldn't count quality starts either because that's a, a worse stat than pitcher wins. Like I, will bring, I will bring that up this yeah, draft. Thank you need, Dylan, I'm telling you, if you are in a fantasy baseball league, number one, if you have an opening, I want in. But number two... If you guys are right. counting quality Pretty starts, serious. that is a ridiculous stat. So why is he going to win 30 games? What are we supposed to have instead? Because we're not going to do wins. So don't do that's, wins. That's like, too situational. ERA one, plus. You uh, could do ERA plus. You could do some of the advanced metrics. You could do one thing that we did was like pitcher team wins. So if your pitcher pitches really well, but then your closer blows it and they win anyways, you still get the point. Strikes to walks. Whip. Yeah, you could do whip. I definitely would do whip. Um, what well, we do with okay. We already we have well we do uh five, what is it five you pitching metrics and five, five right? yeah that's how it should be but make sure that you're doing the right one not quality start a guy yes, walks out of the it. game yeah, why are you getting me I'm not the I'm not the <laughs> yeah. what did he like, get whoever me? set up this league up, may man. never have He's watched a, baseball before and because. Quote, my fantasy baseball league. Like, Dylan. Yes, because it's the one I'm in. Three dumbass. earned Jesus. runs over Dang. six innings is a 450 ERA. Don't sign me up for I that pitcher aware. ever. Look, I am aware. I, look, man, Those okay, are I, Zimmerman I, on a good day numbers. Yeah. I was, I was and that's not even counting I'm, unearned runs. 
Why is this th- happening? Okay. I, this is not my fault. AJ, sorry. Jesus. Go, Matt. Is 2020 the year the Dodgers finally break through? Or no. This, has this version of this team already peaked? I, they've peaked, man. How many times can you go to the postseason year after year, not get that extra time off, and then fail? I, I just I, – I don't I don't see it. you got an aging Kershaw. Walker Buehler is your ace at this point, and he's a young kid. He could be good, but – I mean, they had they had an opportunity to move Corey Seager to get Lindor, which would have, I think, upped their chances. But I mean, they're going to be good. They're going to win the West because the West is a joke. But I, I, I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to compete. I mean, the team right now that's going to be the odds-on favorite to win the World Series is the Yankees, hands down. What about the NL side? Is it the Nationals? You know the Dodgers are going to be in the in the argument. I mean, it's hard it's hard to argue against the Nationals just because of what they did. But you got to also remember what did we talk about in 2005? The White Sox were the team that got hot. I mean, the Nationals were hot for the last half of the season last year, and that's why they won the World Series. Mm-hmm. So I that doesn't Damn. it's really hard to carry I, that I momentum a, over question, from from got, uh, got, season to season. One team that you know may surprise, and they're probably a dark horse team. Um, but keep your eyes on San Diego. Um, young, good core. I, I think I'm looking it up right now, but I think they're supposed to get Tom Brady. No, I was wrong. <laughs> I, was I, I thought they were they were rumored to be in the Corey Kluber sweepstakes, but he ended up going to uh, Texas. So, I mean, Kluber would have helped that that team out a lot if he had stayed healthy, but. San Diego's I mean, a team I, I know Dylan I mean, don't want to hear this, but St. Louis got hot last year at the second half of the season for hockey, and they're staying hot this Shut year up. after winning the so, Cup. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, but can Shut you mo- can you maintain that momentum over the six-month season? Like, if you're St. Louis, no, you can't. AJ, really? AJ, I got a double barrel for you. The, All right. the, so, the first part is I want to know about the Phillies. Did they – did they screw up their rebuild, or are they going to take the next step and do something relevant this year? And the, the second part of that is going to, I would assume, factor into your answer. In factoring for contract, is Bryce Harper a net negative? Oh, yeah. I didn't ask you. All right, so <laughs> as far as the Phillies go, Never pay a guy that much. they're a uh, – they're like an enigma, Let's man. The There's no reason why they should be the team that they are, right? There's no reason why they should have missed the playoffs last year, um, except for pitching. Now, they've gotten better. Um, they made a trade for – or no, they signed Zach Wheeler, who's going to help them come from the Mets. Um, they have Jake Arrieta, who's – kind of a shell of himself but at least he's still you know able to pitch in a warm body um but i just as as far like i don't i don't think they screwed up a rebuild uh it, the the case study for that's the detroit tigers um i that's really hard to say what because you don't know last year they should have led the nl east and won it going away but they underperformed. And as far as Bryce being a, a net negative, it's hard to say that because he's still only 27 years old, right? Like technically in baseball terms, he's coming into his prime right now. Um, he still had a 4.2 war 
worth eight million. He should have earned about thirty-two million in surplus value last year just based on that four-point-two WAR. So, is it a net negative? Was remind me what did where did he come like thirty-seven mil on the contract or something? Like he's that? he's at third. Do the math. I'm a history teacher. Thirteen years, three hundred thirty million. So that's what. <laughs> oh no, that's way less. That's way less than thirty million a year. That's not even thirty. So based that's on surplus th- value. Which is like your war, and they set the war like what one the war? It's gonna suck about that contract's the back end, but it's not even that much money. No, so like, so his war, they assign a a, a, a dollar value, value. Which yeah. I, I very much like that metric. Right. Opinion. So like, so they say that one war is worth about like seven to eight million dollars, somewhere in that range. At a four point two war last year, he was worth. Anywhere from twenty-eight to thirty-two million dollars. Which is more than his contract. Which so is my, more than my follow-up. So then net negative. You, you think they should have been a slam dunk for the playoffs last year? Yeah. And underperformed. Yeah. They conceivably got better this year, mm-hmm. and Bryce Harper is a good player for them. Why are they your dark horse? To be honest with you, because I haven't paid much attention to the National League, I've been focusing so much on the American League, but. Um, I, it, it's really hard to say. I mean, they they have a new manager, so that's gonna you got to take that into account because Kapler got fired last year. Um, they are. I mean, I agree with you. They are a dark horse, but that's from the National League side. I would I would put them and San Diego probably in the. The Phillies could do way more than San Diego. I'm not saying San Diego is going to go deep into the playoffs, but they could challenge for a wild card spot. Which would be a win for them. Uh, Philadelphia should be winning the National League East. I mean, so can you really call the team that should be winning the Dark Horse, even though they underperform? No one's talking about them. They missed the playoffs last year. I get that. I get that. I mean, you could. I saw that they had signed somebody. I'm trying to find it. Okay, go ahead. Keep shooting. Oh, they signed Bud Norris, which is a good depth. Does Garden Hire finish the Tigers' manager in twenty twenty? Yeah, they'll finish. They'll finish. They're not going to fire him in the middle of the year. There's not a chance. There's a snowflake chance in hell that he gets fired before the season's over. Does the best ever Mike Trout get any help at all? In <laughs> He's already ever. gotten it. I mean, you got Anthony Rendon coming over, um, and I mean, I I don't think that there's any reason to believe that the you got Joe Madden running that team now instead of Brad Ausmus. There's no reason why that team should not be challenging at least at minimum for a wild card spot. And now with the Astros falling apart and to see what could fall. I mean, the Astros not re-signing Garrett Cole, which they really didn't have a chance to do that. But I think that plays a significant factor in their season going forward this year because they have they have a few arms. But those arms are also getting older. So, I just, I would look at the Angels and the Athletics to be the teams coming out of the West. You know, it's interesting we talk about the scandal and some of the issues baseball has. And for the past many years, baseball's been kind of a public punching bag as far as this is what's wrong with baseball, this is what's wrong with baseball, the million things that play baseball. They're so good. What do you think the impact of the sport's best player never being in the postseason is? Do you think that matters? I do, but 
but I don't think it matters as much as, as him playing on the West Coast. It's fair. But, I mean, you look at a guy like Kershaw, who also plays on the West Coast, and yep. I mean, he's one of the biggest stars in the game. One of the biggest stars in the game. But, he, like, this is where, you know, people value pitchers or position players differently. Like, the the it's really tough when the face of your organization or who should be the face of your organization doesn't play in a city like Chicago or New York. Like, just because, like, yeah, people like L.A., people know L.A., it's a big city. I'm not trying to minimize it's, its effect LA, or it's influence. It's not even L.A., it's Anaheim. It's Anaheim, right. And so, but there's not a single person outside of, like, the avid avid baseball fans that are going to tune into a baseball game to watch Mike Trout at 9 o'clock at night. i got to be honest, it's stupid. It drives me insane that they're the L.A. Angels. And I, I get that not well, every... Aren't they the Los Angeles Angels and Anaheim? Of, of Anaheim, Anaheim. Yeah. Yep. Before that, the Anaheim Angels. Before that, the California Angels. So why they why are they not the just the Anaheim Like I like the California it, Angels. It's like one the hat, thing. Because uh, AA is taken. Like, I yeah. get it. Like, <laughs> a, a lot of teams, the city they rep is not where their stadium is. But Anaheim is its own very large city. Anaheim yeah. has things. But, again, I, we had has this conversation. Teams. I think it was, like, pre-podcast last time I was on here. Maybe it even might have been on the podcast. But, like, I mean, and Matt, I'm, I'm not taking a dig at you, but, like, other yeah. than the Lakers and your certain, like, section of baseball fans in L.A., like, are people really that good of sports fans out there? No. Because there's because so much there's, stuff to do, right? There's so much like, stuff to do. Like, so no, that's the not, worst not, reason ever. Oh that's God, not – that's again. me and Dylan are at least in lockstep on this one. That is so garbage. Well, no, it, I mean – I'm sorry. You've but, never lived in a place like this. But you listen, like, like, I have. I think, I've right, seen the New difference. New York City doesn't have anything to do. No, New York doesn't because it's cold as fuck and no one wants to do anything but go inside and escape that bullshit in a football game. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know there's, there's nothing, there's nothing at all to do in Dallas and Houston. Oh, he's ready. No, it's too goddamn hot. No one wants to be outside. Oh my god, too cold, too hot. Right. California is just perfect. Fall off get into the goddamn the ocean. Why don't before you? we let you go, before right, you leave yeah. our presence, what did yeah. you think of the two that got in, in Derek Jeter and Larry Walker, mm-hmm. and the ones who continue to get snubbed? Kurt uh, Schilling and Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire and whatnot. What were your thoughts on the on the Hall of Fame? Clemens, baby. Okay, so I'm going to begin any Hall of Fame discussion by saying, until Lou Whitaker is admitted to the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame is a sham. Um, so I'm just going to throw that out there because I think it's an absolute travesty that Sweet Lou has Amen. not Agreed. been Amen. voted into the Hall of Fame, and it's an even bigger disappointment that he was not voted in at the same time that Alan Trammell was. So, with that being said, and I will take that to my grave for anybody that wants to argue, he has the highest war. Did you see the the Don Drysdale stats about Lou Whitaker and Derek Jeter? Because he's going to be upset if we don't mention it. (laughs) What do you mean? Well, it's really just Derek Jeter. Uh, So, from 2003 to 2014, Jeter was a negative 152 in DRS. I'm assuming that's defensive run shares. Run save. Which was dead last Defensive run save, thank you, which was dead last in baseball for qualified players. Mm -hmm. He was awful in the field compared to his peers is what Don said. And then Lou Whitaker has a better career war in fewer seasons than Derek Jeter, and he can't get in at all. Yeah. There you go, Don. So I I agree with Don, but I also don't – hope so. I also think that Derek Jeter already had a place in in Cooperstown. 
like before 2003 even after i mean he's like Didn't he's they have five world series he's the only <laughs> like before I, I think he's the only hall of fame inductee and i could get some of these wrong that has 3,000 hits a world series mvp rookie of the year and like a couple other things so like he i i did a, an article for saber uh society of american baseball research on his last game in yankee stadium when he hit the walk-off hit and i did some digging and if you average out like where he ranks all time as a yankee like first in hits you know eighth in strikeouts whatever the case may be like if you average all those statistics out he ends up being like the ninth greatest yankee of all time and when you're talking about a storied franchise like the yankees to be in the starting lineup of best yankees of all time He's, yeah, pretty a, he, he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, and it he should have been a unanimous Hall of Famer. I don't know why people are, have such a problem with this unanimous vote. Like the well, one, I actually have a, the one they dude the that left. Stuff of Ted Williams wasn't, and this guy wasn't. But you so know what? Like, like Ted Williams, like Mariano was. Which Mariano is the only was, documented and I'm, I'm with unanimous. I can find. I can I ask them, you a question like, about Babe that? Bruce should have been, and so should Ty Cobb. Like those guys. Can I ask you a question about that? Yeah, I hate these stupid old ass go. No, it's the one. It's the one guy that was like, "Oh, my name's going to get known. He's getting in anyways." I'm the one guy that well, didn't he, vote for. He's he looking for popularity. Yeah. Yeah, so I have, I have a thought about that, and I don't know that this is the case, but I was thinking about it on the way home from the gym today, when I, I Ryan had posted it, and it was the one person didn't vote for him, whatever. And I was thinking, and I was like, you know, like, why wouldn't you? What is the argument for? not voting him and i was thinking to myself there's actually a couple reasons i i think legitimate ones so i think anyone there's people out there that think no one should be first ballot which is the stupidest thing i've ever heard in the entire yeah, world but 100%. those people exist and i think it's absolutely absurd but those people do exist but my thing is say you've been voting for a long time whatever and you have a backlog of guys mm-hmm. that you think need to be in the Hall of Fame. And Lou Whitaker's one of them. Say Lou Whitaker's one of them. And yeah. how, do you know how many, what is it, six they vote for every, how many do they vote for? You get, you year? have up to ten votes. Okay, ten votes. So if, if there's ten guys that retired way, way before that you really think are deserving of the Hall of Fame, in, in discount even the fact that you already know Jeter's going to get in anyways. Your vote doesn't matter for Jeter getting in. It's not a big deal. Jeter's a lock for the Hall of Fame. But even if Jeter wasn't a lock, if you have X amount of guys that you think are absolute Hall of Famers in your mind, and they played way before, can't you make a case that they come first? That until your list of guys that played first is in the Hall that you don't vote for the newer guys until there's no. an open spot on your ballot. I mean, I get that, but like, if you got yeah, ten, I vote for the best if, six or ten guys. If you that, got ten, you got, but you got you have guys turning in ballots that only had Jeter on it, so they're not even using their full that's ten different, votes. Though, but and, I'm, but like, I'm, I, I get, I get what, I said, what you're saying. I don't know that that's the case. Here. I'm just saying, if you got ten lose on your ballot and you think these guys have, they need to get in, dude, and. Yeah, they but played way before they, Jeter. The no argument against that is, here. yeah, it's like they had their chance. Like, Lou fell off the ballot because he got less than, I think, 5% of the vote when he was on the ballot, which is so egregious, right? But, like, the fact that guys can fall off the ballot, like, there's certain guys that should fall off the ballot. But if you have a guy who is a career war of 75 and his numbers are comparable, not 
the Baseball Writers of America accolades, like Gold Glove, All-Star, like that kind of stuff, if their numbers are comparable to other Hall of Famers, they should not fall off. Uh, like, it shouldn't be a, oh, they got less than 5%, they're off. It should be on, okay, they're on for 10 years, and then they can come off. You know what I'm saying? Like, Andrew Jones. Andrew Jones is a perfect example. Andrew Jones was one of the best defensive center fielders during his time in the league toward, until towards the end of his career. Also one of the better offensive outfielders in the game, and he's garnering, like, 10% of the vote. Like, he legitimately has a case to be in the Hall of Fame, but he's not getting the support that he needs. And if he falls below that 5%, he's going to fall off. So I think the way, like, first of all, the fact that the baseball writers, like, there are certain people that have votes that should never have a vote. Like, and if you do something stupid, like not voting for Derek Jeter, and I understand that that's your right. Like, give your vote to Deadspin. But it's like, Dan like, yeah, or give your vote to me. I'll at least do it right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's it's such an arbitrary process that I think over, I mean, there's like hundreds of people that vote for this. That that It's such an arbitrary process that I just think that it's kind of, in my mind, lost its luster a little bit. And like I said at the beginning, until losing, I don't consider it credible. Did you see the the Walker, Jeter, and Bonds war stat? No. Bonds is, is way great. above, I'm sure. Yes, but so Larry Walker and Derek Jeter, their combined war for Doesn't their career even equal is Bonds. 145.1, and Bonds' career war is 162.8. Yeah, I, I mean, the dude has won you a full baseball season over the course of his career, and he's not in the Hall of Fame because of, uh, you know, PED use where he still had to, I don't know. I I don't know. I could talk about this for hours. <laughs> I don't have hours to talk about it. It just drives me insane. The The Hall of Fame process drives me insane. He got, what, they, 60 out of the 75%? Yeah, the they, they 100% they got the it right with I Jeter, and they 100% got it right with Walker, in my opinion. I think Walker deserved it as well. The court of public opinion has fully switched to mm-hmm. P. Rose's side. Yep. Do you think especially scandals after like this, this scandal? Do you think scandals like this help P. Rose? I think they do. I mean, because people look at and like, right? Matt said, "Well, he only bet on his team to win." Like, really? Like, that—that that to me seems like a stretch. I'm sure, there's no proof that he bet on his team to lose and then altered the game like the the. Uh, Black Sox did, but I just I think it they does. Lots of teams before the Black Sox. I think. Black it, Sox yeah. How did they not I mean, get kicked out of the league? How do they have a team? What a garbage franchise that shouldn't. Exist. So like, so like, they are not but, the only team that took the, that threw games for look, money because they weren't being paid enough. Yeah, there's. But again, again, Matt, if you use the historical analysis of eight men out, you're gonna get the story wrong. If, no, I'm not using the historical analysis. Eight men out like, doesn't talk about other teams that did it. No, it you go doesn't. Look it but, up, there are stories use, of other teams that did but it. But you use the, the level presu- of involving the mafia. I mean, no, that's, right? You know. <laughs> but you but you use the presupposition that they weren't getting paid no, enough. Go home. And if you look at like actually the amount that they were getting paid, it was equal to or slightly oh. more than league average. And in their mind, they weren't being paid enough. I understand that, but but fixing games like Ty Cobb and Trish Speaker worked together to fix a game around the same time or a little bit earlier than the the Black Sox did they just didn't get caught 
Like right. it, that's where I. Did that's Ty where, Cobb have a black pitcher and he just wanted to give him the loss? No, no. Ty Cobb also is not as horrible of an individual as everybody makes it out to be. Right? There was a book written. Did of, we not talk about this already? So no, there's a Ty Cobb book that was written. Um, by Ty Cobb's knees. No, we, we not by. We talked about this no, on cast. No, 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 must listen not have to been me. Here. I didn't. I didn't listen to it. Um, Thanks. Who, Sorry, I, I didn't mean it that way. I just I'm telling you, it's there was a book written. What's his? What's the we guy's all agree with you. Name. Just so you know. Um. All right, so there's a, there's an author that wrote a book called A Terrible Beauty, right? His name is Charlie Learson, which gives like a very in depth historical analysis of Ty Cobb's life. He wrote it to refute the book written by Al Stump because Al Stump towards the end of Ty Cobb's life was given the rights to publish Ty Cobb's story. Ty Cobb read the manuscript, said there's all these changes that need to be made because this is horribly inaccurate, died, and Al Stump didn't make any of the changes, and it got published. And that's where a lot of the erroneous information comes from on Ty Cobb. If you want a good look at who Ty Cobb was, you read Charlie Learson's A Terrible Beauty. Because it's like that picture of Ty Cobb sliding with his spikes up. He had like nine different ways that he would slide into a base. And he wasn't a dirty player. That's just the way the game was played. He had like a hundred, dude. I, the first Ooh. Ty Cobb, legitimately, the first time he was ever showed a hook slide. Got it. Yeah. First time. Boom. Just Ty like Cobb that. Would, he would go to bat with his hands separated. And based on the way that the third baseman moved, would either keep his hands there and bunt to get a hit, or if the third baseman moved, slide his hand down and slap the ball past him. Like Ty he Cobb was stole. a genius. Ty Cobb stole all Anyways, four bases once. Yeah, we're just whatever. <laughs> He's my favorite player in MLB history. Like not even like bar none, like not even mm-hmm. close. I I fucking love Ty Cobb, dude. Anyway, I, I have to go with Hank Greenberg. I love Hank Greenberg. I've been studying there you go, his Matt. life a this lot. This a win for you. <laughs> Matt knows. How the hell is that a win for me? <laughs> hey, look. Showing you love to your people. There's something to be said about the prominent the Jewish, Jewish athlete in American history. There's there's something to be said. Call it kismet or whatever you want to, but there's something to be said about the most prominent Jewish athlete of his time debuting in the same year that Hitler took power in Germany. And then that Jewish athlete surrendering three or four years of his life to go over and fight Nazis in Europe and then come back and still play baseball. There's something to be and said like, about that. And, like, actually and proudly Jewish, too. Well. Like, not playing on the Holy Holidays and shit? Well, that was more to honor his family. Um, he knew that his, his parents would Jewish. not. Yeah, but that was. He knew that his parents would not like him playing. He wanted to play, but then chose not to which was i mean the right choice and it made him honor but he never viewed himself as like the upstanding jewish baseball player he just wanted to play baseball was hank greenberg's take anything else about baseball before i leave because i am gonna have Is to Kurt Schilling getting in the hall i don't know if he keeps <laughs> his mouth shut about politics alone as much as i mean his even Isn't his that stupid it is hey you know what paul i don't disagree with you but he's not doing himself any favors. Oh, right? absolutely not. I mean, so, look at Tio. And I agree, like, his play should speak for itself. I mean, Matt, in a career, if you're looking at non, just his career overall, almost an 80 war, sub three and a half ERA, 
three thousand strikeouts. Oh no, he had he had a very like, very good career. So but his postseason numbers blow his career numbers out of the out of the I water. I mean, and you have one of the most iconic postseason moments where he pitched with the bloody stroke, like the buddy the bloody sock. So, mm-hmm. I listen. Let, the ketchup in the sock, you mean? If you believe that, that's fine. But I'm kidding. I, don't I just, I, I think that he is probably deserving. But again, you're talking, and, and I do not mean this as a political statement. You're talking about a very left-leaning media and a very right-leaning player. Should that matter? No, it should not. But no, does it not. matter? Yeah, it probably does when it comes to them voting. So I don't know. I mean, if he keeps his mouth shut long enough, probably. I mean, it's not that he's not deserving, but you just every action has a consequence, including those outside of the game. And like the problem is not even his actual political stancing no, in my mind. It's just that he's being such a dick. hundred percent. You're you're hundred percent right because as an American, he has a right to believe and hold to whatever political system he believes is the best for him. But to be as uh, demonstrative Shashi. and yeah, I'm sure <laughs> I, I just it, it it's I don't know it's not benefiting him at all so all right. and who's getting in first Bonds or Clemens Bonds Rose you Bonds. bitch right, let's go Bonds by a country mind yeah. Rose, you well bitches. actually no if you want my honest opinion they get in at the same time same time because look at their numbers I mean they literally get almost the same percentage every year like they're always tied it, or it's close I, I i just think that if you're going to put one in you have to put both in and again both deserving um i did they cheat the game that's up for you i mean that's up for you to decide one's trying to make himself have a longer career the other one's trying to hit home runs i get it they still have to perform and they did perform so i my stance on that has also softened because I was definitely a guy that never thought Pete Rose should get in. Definitely a guy that thought that Bonds and Clemens, if this was true, should never get in. I mean, look at, I mean, and then if you let those two in, do you let A-Rod in in a couple of years? They were talking about on the radio that uh, Pete Rose was basically railroading Shoeless Joe's case. Because if you want Shoeless Joe in, they're like, all right, but we got to let Pete in too. And then yeah. they're like, yeah, maybe maybe we don't want Pete in. But we don't again, want Shoeless Joe in that bit. But again, Shoeless Joe, like there's evidence of him taking a bribe for that World Series. But his play yeah, on the field, <laughs> yeah, his play on the field, it's almost like he was on the take but then still performing like he didn't know how to play bad. Um, which is, I he got lumped in because of. Like, I like, can't just take every pitch. The one that you feel the worst about in that whole scenario is Buck Weaver, though. Like, yeah. Buck, I mean, I feel really bad for Joe. But, <laughs> but, but Buck, yeah, yeah, but, I mean, there's bad. evidence that's come out that he agreed and took a bribe. So he's not as innocent I, as Aitman out made I, him look. I mean, came out that he agreed to get paid some more money. I don't eight, see evidence that he threw it on the field. Yeah, but Aitman out. Uh, yeah, but what's he getting paid more money to do? Be part of the conspiracy to throw the World Series. Eight Men Out portrayed him as this like bumpkin country boy, and yeah. yeah, was he illiterate? Yes, but I don't think he was an idiot completely. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Anything else? I'm trying to put off responsibility and keep talking to you. 
I only got one. What? And that's uh, oh, is you the cut Dallas Keuchel. Ke- uh, my bad. Go ahead. So my my only one is about Dallas Keuchel. Is he the, is is he going to be the missing piece for the that rotation? I know his time since being in Houston hasn't exactly been fantastic. Well, so. yeah, but the only time that he had outside of Houston was this past season when he didn't sign till May. And the effect that that has on a pitcher is drastic. Look what happened to Craig Kimbrell. So, in in his normal routine, going through his spring training, starting the year, is he the missing piece? No. I mean, I, I think there's still probably some holes in your rotation. Your team is good, and your team has a very young core that's going to grow together and is going to be very scary down the road as long as they continue to sustain and don't get injured. And the best acquisition you guys made through all of this whole thing that I I thought kind of flew under the radar was acquiring Nomar Mazzara. Why the mm-hmm. Rangers ever let yep. him go, I have no For idea. Too. And super small. And when I saw that that happened, I was like, I'm I'm done with the Tigers rebuild. If he was available <laughs> and we need outfielders, why do we not have him on our team? If you have to give up. Bo Burrows to get him, do it, because he's young. I mean, Mazzara's only I think twenty five, maybe twenty six. Yeah, twenty four, twenty five. Come on, he's got three years already in the big leagues, and he hits for power, and he's left handed. Dude, mm-hmm. what are you doing? So, White Sox rebuild has been very much based on fleecing other teams, and it's, it specifically has been. with the cross team with the, the Eloy. But it's dream. also taken you longer than you thought that it would. Do right? you really think we could get him for Bo Burrows? I'm not, I, no, I'm not, I, no, mm-hmm. no, not, maybe Bo <laughs> Burrows. I was going to say, like. I was just throwing, I was throwing out a name that wasn't Fiedo, Mize, or Scooble. Um, I, I think that, I mean, would, <laughs> who knows what Avila would have given up, right? Like, <laughs> he might have given Mize up because he's just an idiot. Oh, but I, I, I know, but again, I go back to the conversation I had with Dylan through text. I still wish we had Madrigal over Mize. I get taking Mize. I'm not mad about having Mize. Man, I'm I mad like, that you said that right now. Well, listen, we've had that conversation, but and I think Mize is going to be good. I just think with the lack of depth of position players that we have and the fact that Madrigal went to the White Sox, I just I I still I think I would have drafted Madrigal over Mize. And maybe that's why I'm, I'm not so a, excited for him. That's I'd be so extra excited every time Mize strikes his bitch ass out. Hey, look, and uh, I hope that it happens because I like Casey Mize. I'm not again. I'm not upset that we took him. I just, I guess, have a different philosophy on building a team. So, AJ, speaking of pitchers, is 2020 the year that Chris Sale realizes the second half of the season is more important than the first half, and to slow the hell down out the gate? Uh. I don't know. I, Boston's going to be a disaster this year, I, mean, I think. But how many years in a row do you need to realize? You need like evidence that your first half is fantastic, and then you just wear yourself out, and you are worthless come October. Yeah, he's I, a competitor. Look, you man. hate I, to I, it, you, you hate to see it. You don't, but I mean, there are. <laughs> I've said this for a long time. 
their pitchers are not built the same. Like there no, are pitchers that cannot handle the arm fatigue throughout a yeah. season. Yeah. And it is on the staff of that team mm-hmm. to get them Monitor. where they need to be by the end of like, the year, not the like beginning. Does, Michael Fulmer does, is the same way throughout his career. Yeah. Does does Chris Sale need to be throwing complete games in May? No. no. He doesn't need to be throwing in May. Let him well, start his yeah, season no. in June. Yeah, you saw well that worked out with Dallas Keiko. That's what I'm saying. Like you still need to get that work in, and get that. Just pull him in the f- after the fifth every time. Get it, get it in, and be. I wouldn't even pull like, him after the fifth. Like if he could be the guy that gets you two, get you six, seven good innings, and you only got to use two bullpen arms. Like that saves your bullpen. That doesn't mean you can save a bullpen in more ways than just pitching a complete game. So apparently, um, sorry no, to, you're to good. interrupt, but a little bit of breaking news here. Uh, Don just posted a story, and it looks like Justin Verlander has a burner account to defend oh. himself from all this Astros cheating stuff. I did put it in Discord, so if you guys want to look at it. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. To throw a couple words on it. I know your time's short, AJ. But no, hold on. Obviously, I got Verlander no. mentioned this. How, so there is a lot of. There are clear burner accounts and there are big reaches. Where does this look? Look, look, look at the this, apologetics this looks, already. It is a question. Looks it is a question. Fairly, this looks fairly clear, considering right. all of the uh, all the tweet responses are in regards to Justin Verlander, and the the account itself has a very burner name, Jonathan One Two Three Four. Five. Not even with the end. Oh, I love that. Oh uh, man, I wish my computer was not acting. Oh, this is so. This is exactly what I'm talking about. This is so. Like this is. This is fucking it. No, this is the first response. I I would assume this was Justin Verlander. For sure, and well, it it definitely wasn't A B because I can read it. Um, the first response was about nothing from Astros players speaking out or pitchers speaking out. It says they won't speak out even though their actions put the Astros pitchers in such a bad situation. They did nothing wrong, and now we'll have to answer to the questions. That's that's 100%. I guarantee it's just a really you're on the He's team, so Jonathan, right one, two, three, four, five. Everyone commenting on this needs to understand that one guy cannot stop an entire cheating system, especially when he arrived after it started. New team and teammates. He's supposed to speak up on those guys? Question mark. This is amazing. I love this. Okay. Like... Do you think it's legitimately him? Oh, I, I, I really do. do, for sure. Justin wanted to speak up, but couldn't because the system was underway when he got there. One pitcher can't stop something that big when it's underway and the team is in that deep. Um, the pitchers got dragged into this mess. You have Verlander coming off a of Cy Young. People forget. No, he wasn't coming off a of Cy Young. No, according to him, he was. He won the Cy Young this year. According to him, he was. Hmm. <laughs> So, Especially the pitchers that got dragged into this mess. You got Justin is still second. a major advocate for a clean game. game. He arrived. The system was in place. What My question is one, two, three, four, five. Out teammates and How's coaches. he on a first name basis with Justin? Justin competed fairly during the well, World Series. Himself? He earned everything he's gotten. Teammates are on that. Okay. Yeah. This is amazing. But this is a terrible move on his part. No, no, this is amazing. I love if it. Where it's him. The response, it's him. The response to where is Justin Verlander, that big mouth you is hella no silent lately. Him. He's probably trying to let his teammates, you know the ones who actually created and used the scheme, t- 
to do the talking for the team. God, I love everything about. I mean, this is the whole point. There's nothing he could oh possibly just come out and say publicly that makes any sense. The apologetics Look, are strong. It's not. It's the only one. thing that makes sense. It's common sense. You are just literally just hate in your soul or stupidity. But I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and say hate in your soul to not understand that there is no public statement he can make that makes any sense for him to do. It only hurts him. I, I, <laughs> Don said it's Paul. <laughs> it might be Paul because Paul does talk like he's on a first name basis with him. Dude, Paul's, Paul Paul saw the nude photos and photoshopped himself. I'm telling you that. It, okay, first of all, like if you're Justin Verlander, you got to be a little bit smarter and a little bit more stealth than that, right? So if it's that, him. That's what I'm saying. Well, hold on. If it's man. him, on, you got to be like. Sure there is. It's not for sure anything. So hold on. There's no no so in, in Matt's defense. That's Justin Verlander. Yeah. So I absolutely, I would put, if I had to bet money, I would say this is Justin Verlander. But in Matt's complete defense, there is zero yeah, anything to link this to him or prove yeah. that it's him. Like you Except can't say. Except for like, like the way that this dude is. Kevin Durant and forget the Unless out. this dude is like. I mean, everything he was saying was, well, Justin, this. It might be Kate Upton. Actually. It, that's true. It, it could very well. It might actually be, could Kate, be Upton. Kate Upton. Son of a bitch. Fuck you, AJ. That's, I guarantee. Because who's who's the one that's. That's probably more likely, actually. Well, I mean, also, Verlander wouldn't say No, me, but like. Like, you know, I like, couldn't say no. That, what no, seemed, but he would what say he or like whatever. He wouldn't say at, Justin so much. Because these, if you read these, they actually do sound a lot like Yeah, okay. because they're like, they're like, I hate to be like And listen, jerk, I, I, like, I'm a member of DSN. I have read a lot of Kate Upton tweets and yeah, stories. I mean, okay. that seemed to, like, I don't know. I, it That makes more sense. It would AJ, be you're throwing a wrench Just in because, this like, thing. how vocal was she? Like, someone tell Don so that he can rerun this story and say, "Wait, it yeah, might be Kate like Upton." It, the when the Cy Young thing with Rick Porcello happened and she went off on Twitter, like that sounded a lot like what she went off about on Twitter, and a guaranteed. I mean, this if you if you look at it from like a realistic, this this honestly sounds like he came home, vented to her over the years. Of, <laughs> this is going on, blah blah. This is the position I'm yep. in, and now she's like. That makes a lot because, of sense. Because because of all it. the people on the team that are not offensive players, he's the only one that people are saying. And she obviously can't keep tweeting shit no. from her own account. But that so makes like, so much sense. So like, he's the only one non-hitter that, makes way more that sense. everybody's pointing the finger to and going, "Well, where's Justin Verlander? He's outspoken about this. He's outspoken about that. Where's Justin Verlander? Nobody said anything about. That's why he nobody, can't win. Right. Like it's but so nobody stupid. said anything about Garrett Cole. Nobody so said anything book. about Dallas Keuchel. No one said anything about it, Roberto Ozuna, their closer. Hey. So, especially oh, Garrett Cole. But especially that, so Garrett Cole. Saying, like, he, has, he has already left the team. If anyone could speak out now, the easiest it would be Garrett Cole. Like, he's done so it, whatever. Yeah, unless unless he's bringing that upon yeah. himself as a part of the <laughs> conspiracy team. Conspiracy theory. Oh and I want to be clear that I don't buy this at all, but conspiracy oh, theory. Oh, no, it's so bad. Look at who they're replying he, to. He joined. The hey, it says join January of 2020. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I think I'm that's Paul you. Well, oh, no, wow. we know it's a burner. The point is, did it come from I, Kate or Justin? I'm or another you. family member. But could, probably Could it Kate. be Ben? Could oh, it be his brother crazy. Ben? 
and and they're followed by Lou Merloni, former baseball player. I would so it could be his brother, it could be a lot of people, but I would if I had to bet money, I revamp that my statement earlier. Hey, I absolutely think it's Kate Upton. Like Kate Upton makes well, just it by does far make the most sense because it's something but that she would do. Super conspiracy theory: the Astros pitching staff and pitching coaches have been accused of a cheating scandal yeah. that has been completely yeah, forgotten about now. Conspiracy theory says the pitchers are scared to speak out. Because they don't want the cameras turned on them. They don't want to come back on them to their shit. Like, because their, their teammates would yeah, know what if they was were their, doing something probably. What was now, their, I don't buy that at all. The spin, Something about the spin rate. Substance yeah. on the ball, the spin rate, a you bunch know, of you shit. You know who's um, like, I, I honestly, you know who's busting a nut right now is Trevor Bauer. Because he's been the one that's been like picking Twitter <clears> fights <throat> with them. You know what I do love? I and I forgot I'm so mad. I forgot to bring this up during the crux of the discussion. Is Mike Fires oh, right hero. now? Doesn't even so follow that's the Justin thing. Verlander. He's a pariah in MLB nah, right now. His I don't peers know. the No, it's true like it's if you look up anything, like people that have actually come out and mm. spoken or people even behind the scenes that have talked to players, he is a pariah right now for snitching. The like MLB collectively players like they they don't like they might not like the Astros or what they did. And they might be pissed about it. But for Mike Fires, for Mike Fires to come out and speak out about the team that he was on, MLB yeah, players are I don't know. pissed. Like I, he is a I pariah among the players now. I don't know. I mean, they seem to be defending him when they're saying stuff like, "I would." Publicly, of course. Well, not all of them. Some of them have publicly come out and said he can suck a fucking yeah. dick. But. Well, I don't know, gentlemen. It's been a fun two hours, so you're welcome. I love you. This got derailed by the. Uh, no, I know, and, and it's so, that's things. why I'm like not even mad about it because that might be the well, greatest. The, the account joined January yeah. of 2020. Ryan, we know it's a burner. We're, they don't even follow, but they don't even follow. Why would you follow Verlander? Why would you link anything to Verlander? Why would you follow yourself? To make it I, more obvious, it's not you. <laughs> no, I don't think. I think it's Kate. Think like it's I'm, Kate. I'm pretty damn sure it's Kate. But does it but matter? You can't get more creative with a burner account, like. Jonathan one two three four five make, and no no just make and, it as freaking literally all the land as possible I, yeah like this is a completely random like bot like account it's you're not tracing it to yeah. anybody you can guess based on circumstances but you can't possibly pin know. it to somebody uh, I guess I I if I were to lay money down I'd say it's Kate Upton should have made it JV the goat and his dick is huge I. <laughs> With a picture. It's my Twitter name. Well, it, it is very <laughs> but, okay, much like Justin Verlander to remind people yeah, of his Let's be honest, though. Like, but he's way Cy off. His Cy Young was in 2011. No, he won another one this year. Yeah, this yeah, he year. Didn't but he's talking, win. that thing said he's just coming yeah, off Yeah, he was just Young. coming off getting snubbed for the Cy Young in 2016. You know what? So I think I think that might be what this tweet's saying because it says, you got Verlander coming off a of Cy Young, people forget. Like, oh, I get it. This year, he's coming off the side. Well, what does like, that have to do with anything? The fact that so like he's like dragged oh, into yeah. this again, diminishing yeah, his I accomplishments. In <laughs> like, what's he supposed to fucking do? I I definitely think it's Kate Upton, or it's someone that they've hired. That's what, so especially so it. it's it makes sense more in context if you look at the tweet that it's responding yeah. to. Well, there's twenty tweets yeah. responding to. <laughs> It's the not fake just ring a, one is my favorite. How many sheet. total? How many total tweets have they made? And all 21. of them, 
our replies. <laughs> but did you see who they're replying to? I like they're Don. replying to Don is such a dickhead, and I know why he so did it. Jared Carabas, who's like uh, the, some the famous people. Uh, barstool baseball expert. Um, Chris Archer. And it, it looks like. like there are just some random responses to people who like. If you do a Justin Verlander yeah. Twitter search, it looks like there's some responses oh to those too. I just want Justin Verlander to start retweeting them. <laughs> From his actual so there's, account. There's this one from, it looks like just a regular dude. Uh, yeah, electrical engineering. So not in baseball anyway. So if Pete Rose isn't allowed in the Hall of Fame, then Jose Altuve, Justin Verlander, Carlos Correa, Alex Bregman, and company shouldn't either, right? The response is, all the hitters you mentioned participated in the scheme. Justin and other pitchers did not. Justin Cy Young was clean. God dang right it was. Oh, all right, I got to go. <laughs> I, I would love to continue this conversation, but we got to do it this on like fantastic. a Friday night. This should have been Saturday the whole night. podcast. This, this is, we didn't this know. This is the whole yeah, podcast. I mean, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Justin is still a major advocate for a clean game. He arrived. I read in the all system these. Where have you been? I read all What's the tweets. What's he supposed to do? He did not read all. The I read tweets, that exact tweet. Right. Get the fuck I out of here! All right, I read yo, one. yo, no Paul can watch fifteen games and read thirty-five books at the same time. I read eight tweets. You know, he can right, watch 35 AJ. NFL teams when they're 32 this, play. <laughs> Thank you, AJ. I love you, AJ. Music is illegally stripped and being played, or at least that's what I'm being told to my knowledge. And we start another edition of the Bare Necessities Round Ball Edition Part 2. And we start off, Mr. Roshan, with the Milwaukee Bucks being 39-6, and winning seven games in a row, nine of their last ten. Is it a foregone conclusion that we are going to have the city of Milwaukee possibly hosting the NBA Finals? No, it's not a foregone conclusion. This is the same thing we talked about last year. I do think, of course, they're the favorite for good reason. But they are a much harder team to prepare for in the regular season than they are in the postseason. I do think you'd think they would beat the field, but there are teams that could turn it on. And as a team, the Celtics, the Sixers, hell, what if Miami does something crazy and Jimmy Butler just decides he's going to go apeshit like he did in Minnesota on his own team and just absolutely try to lock down Gianni. I don't know what's going to happen, but to just say that they're going to make the final, I mean, a lot of people felt like that last year and we saw what happened. And I understand that Kawhi's not on the Raptors anymore, but I certainly don't think it's a foregone conclusion. Ryan, we had ourselves some major news. The cowards of the AP finally decided to put the Rutgers Scarlet Knights in the top 25 for the first time in a while. This is obviously significant for them, but it, Rutgers, what what is their ceiling in the NCAA tournament? If a team makes the NCAA tournament, it's kind of their default ceiling is probably the Sweet 16. It depends on their draw. Their Rutgers, they're not going to get a good draw. So I expect them to get bounced in the round of 32. But I could see them winning a couple games because they have looked good so far. Matt, you weren't here for when I asked this question last, but they just continue to keep winning. The San Diego State Aztecs are still undefeated, the last in the land. Will it remain that way come tournament time? No. 
it will not remain that way come tournament time. I don't think it will remain that way all the way to the tournament. I think at some point they're just going to have an off day, a bad day, and everything's just going to go against them in the time that it counts, and they're going to end up with one, probably just one loss heading into the tournament. But do I think they're the best team in the country? No, I don't think they're going to run the table once they get to the tournament. All right, Paul, we're running back to an M NBA situation for you because you mentioned the Miami Heat. And the Miami Heat are the second seed in the East as of right now. What, if any, moves should they be making around the trade deadline? None. No moves. Don't, do not be the Cleveland Browns and rush this. Wait for after the season. Eloquent, short. Uh, Ryan, any uh, concerns of any kind when it comes to Anthony Davis and his health? come the playoffs he's been he's missed a few games lately is there any concern with ad moving forward there's always concern but i mean nothing i'd personally be concerned about i don't think they have that many back-to-backs left i think it's probably only i think i saw it the other day where it was like five um so if they decide to manage his minutes that way that's cool with anybody i think there's always a concern for injury but it's not something that I would, you know, bet against the Lakers only because Anthony Davis has a propensity to not be healthy. Matt, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hurt you a little bit here, and I don't mean to, but this was obviously Five, a jarring six. thing on MLK Day. Man, what was that with the Boston Celtics running those Lakers of yours? What, what, what do you have coming out of that game? We always know there are ghosts in the Boston Garden. Us Laker fans are always very aware of the ghosts of the garden. And they are still there because they are still in the same building. They may have modernized it, changed the name a few different times, but it is the same building. Um, LeBron obviously a little distracted going to see his son in Springfield, which is about two hours away. So that's a heck of a drive. I don't think he drove it. Um, but no, it's, you know, it's a, a good team that you're facing in their town. And this is one of the things that people have been talking about the Lakers so far this year is for the most part, in their first, I think it was 25, 30 games, they avoided most of the really good teams and were kind of bottom-feeding to get to the record they, they jumped out to. Obviously, without AD, they are not the same team. Uh, there is still issues with this team when LeBron is not on the floor, uh, and this is by no means a perfect team, and Boston is a very good team. Did I expect to go in and win? No. Did I expect to get my ass whooped? No. So that part of it I was not happy with. <laughs> well, uh, Paul... In that same uh, notion, I'm glad that Matt mentioned that, uh, I'm going to read the full quote to you, and I want your reaction to Sir Charles. I'm sure you've already seen this, but I'm going to read it for the folks. We always talk about college players being exploited. This is the ultimate exploitation. What is the financial incentive other than the network making money on these high school kids in reference to ESPN airing Bronny's high school games? We always complain about these college teams making all this money. You're making money on college kids. Now you're making money on high school kids. What do you think of what Sir Charles had to say, his criticism of the worldwide leader in sports? I mean, from the standpoint of it's hypocritical for the people that complain about the exploitation of college student athletes, but I'm not one of them. Uh, and I think if you asked all of those kids, they would 
they're they're happy they're on TV. It's exposure for them. It's super fucking cool. Half of them aren't going to do anything with the sport of basketball anyways. Probably more than half of them. So it's super cool. And they can look back, tell their kids, hey, man, look at my old game tapes. I was on fucking ESPN. It's awesome, right? Um, I, I think it's awesome for the kids. But, yeah, in this everybody's a victim world where we're exploiting everybody even though we're doing something cool for them, yeah, it's absolutely hypocritical. Ryan. Michigan State beat Wisconsin at home by 12 points, but now they have back-to-back road games this Thursday and Sunday against Indiana on Thursday, against Minnesota on Sunday. The criticism, apparently, with Michigan State has been their weak road schedule so far in the Big Ten. Do you see them dropping either of those games? Nope, except I didn't see them losing Indiana last year, and they did, but... Let's continue this gravy train, baby. Let everybody else in the Big Ten lose. Except when you go to West Lafayette. Well, that's Whatever. Dylan's fault. Still number one. That's not my fault. That was your fault. That actually was Dylan's fault. You touted that a week before. And all your powers for a whole week went into that one game for an ass whooping that we did not deserve. Matt Painter just fucking hates Dylan. Pretty much. Matt, pa- Matt Painter is hated by me. But oh, anyway. you still want this fuck bet for 20? We can make it 25. Not this cast. <laughs> last cast. <laughs> All right. Now, Matt, in that vein, trying to trying to keep everything sequential, if it were, Cassius Winston has had a very rough last two games. When, when is he going to get it corrected? What does he need to do? What, what is going on with the uh, preseason Naismith winner? I don't do anything he needs to do. I, I, you know, I have faith that his, you know, usual game will come back to him. I mean, look, before he fell off, he was going dumb, and he's not that good to where he was putting up those numbers all the time. And he's not this bad by any means either. Uh, he's definitely closer to that good than he is this bad that he's been. Uh, I think there's a lot of. I think he's. I don't know if he's putting pressure on himself. I don't want to just assume the situation of, you know, leading this team after a rocky start to a pretty good run so far throughout the Big Ten. Uh, I don't, I'm not worried. Let's put it that way. I'm not worried about Cassius Winston. I think, you know, everything will round itself out and he'll be back to throwing out double doubles, uh, possibly triple double, getting near them anyway. Uh, I'm not, I'm not worried about him. I think, I think he's going to be fine. I think State's going to be fine for the rest of the Big Ten season. Paul, we were just reacting to the uh, play, well, not play, but the brawl that happened today between Kansas and Kansas State, bitter in-state rivals. What is going to be the punishment for these players? I mean, there's going to be some suspensions for sure. I hope Kansas State gets the bulk of them for starting that by being a bunch of bitches. But, uh... We did have somebody lift a chair with intent to harm, even if he ended up dropping it. He should probably get a few games too. I've seen some people wilding about how much uh, three games is fine, and then let's all move past this. The situation did diffuse pretty hastily. It could have gotten extremely ugly, and thank God it didn't, um, even though it would have been pretty wild to see him crack someone over the head with a chair. but. We already seen someone get hit in the face with a helmet this year, so let's let's relax. (laughs) All right. In that vein, uh, in terms of 
player comeback player of the year. I don't know for whatever reason, Miles Garrett comeback player of the. I don't. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. But Ryan, I've seen a lot of people tying Brandon Ingram to the comeback player of the year. Would that be deserved? And if not, who should get it? Yeah. Uh, what is it actually called? NBA Most Improved Player? Yeah. No, Some comeback. Like well. I don't think it's. I don't think he should win most improved. But if it's comeback, then yes. But most improved got to be Devonte Graham because he came out of absolute nowhere, and he's balling. But comeback player, yeah, I can't think of anybody who's really like hurt last year and then decided to like ball up this year. So comeback player, yes. If you're talking about most improved, no, that'd be Devonte Graham. And uh, enlighten those ignorant, including myself, because I do not know of what you're referencing. What exactly is Devonte Graham been doing? Uh, so Devontae Graham plays for the Hornets. And let me pull up his numbers here. Uh, but essentially when they signed Terry Rozier, people thought Rozier, that's who the offense was going to you know, run around. And that's not the case. Um, but Graham was picked fourth over, I mean, not, yeah, four or 34th, second round, excuse me. Second round pick in 2018. And this year he's averaging to 18 points, seven assists. Uh, and four rebounds, but you talk about most improved as a guy who they weren't expected to do a whole lot. Where with Brandon Ingram, not that you think he, not that you thought he'd necessarily perform at this high of a level, but you can see an obvious progression for him just based on where he was picked and kind of you know his trajectory going forward. He's obviously one of the main pieces in the Anthony Davis trade. But Graham last year averaged under five points a game. Again, this year he's actually closer to 19 than he is 18. And uh, he's upped all of his field goal, all of his field goal percentage. Not great uh, field goal percentage, but it, uh, but it has improved. Um, definitely improved his three-point shooting a whole lot. And the Hornets aren't very good, so he might. I mean, not that the Pelicans are very good either. But, um, yeah, man, Devontae Graham has just been really balling. So him him or even Bam Adebayo with the Heat, I'd give the most improved player over Brandon Ingram for. But um, I think B.I. Sh- should win comeback player of the year. Not Rose. Like Porzingis, who was hurt last year. Rose is literally putting up his MVP numbers coming off the bench for Detroit. Yeah. All right. And finally, to end the cast that's been a tad long in the tooth, we're going to start. We're going to get one with a really short answer from Mr. Matt. Uh, which Hornets, or not Hornets, geez, I'm, I'm back in 2013, I guess. What Pelicans game is it that you're going to be going to, Matt, and which one are you buying off of me? <laughs> you keep going with those 150% added deals. I'm not going to buy any of them off of you. That is not what that markup is. But right, no, are, you, are, are you going to see Zion? Uh, yes, at some point I will be going to see Zion. Um, most likely we'll have to take get tickets for three people, which lessens the greatness of the game that I will be going to because tickets will be up there. Um, but I will be going to see him before this season is out. Luckily, it's only January, and I've got four or five good months still to figure this out. All right, fair enough. Lead us well, out, Mr. start in April. Yeah, I, I don't know what he's talking about Fine. with that. But. Hey, I get, you, that's why they're bringing Zion back. They're trying to make the playoffs. I, I, yeah, I was saying they might make Dude. the playoffs, but damn. <laughs> Conte- contextualize it however you need. I got you the hookup, my sir. 
All right, Ryan, do the thing. So everybody follow us on Twitter at Sports Carnage, on Facebook at Sports Carnage Podcast. You can find us on YouTube, Sports Carnage Podcast as well. Um, or just type us into Google. But make sure you're rating, subscribing, reviewing, whether you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or wherever you do decide to listen to your podcast, you can always follow us there. And then follow Detroit Sports Nation to see our to see our live videos. Excuse me. Thank you very much for Ryan Griffin, for Paul Roshan, for Dylan Bear, and for, of course, the phenomenal A.J. Riley. I'm Matt Bass, and we are Sports Carnage. Thank you for spending another two hours with us, and we will talk to you all next week. Don't trade for Kyle Kuzma. <laughs>